T-minus 30 seconds. T-minus 20 seconds. Coolest Reptile Podcast in the World, special edition farewell podcast to my good buddy, Brian Barcheck. You're in for a treat to all my fellow Barcheck lovers out there. This is for all you, and more importantly, Brian, this is for you, my man. Uh, what is good, everyone? I'm your boy, MJ. Happy Friday. Man, we're here on a Friday night. I'm, I'm super pumped. Normally, I'm not live on a Friday night, but it is Friday. I'm with you guys. I'm so honored. I'm so blessed uh, to be doing a tribute to... Uh, our friend, our, our, our brother, uh, Brian Barcheck, you know, man, something to lose, right? Unbelievable. And I know it's not real to a lot of you guys as well, but you know, I think hopefully after tonight, it's going to give us some, some sort of a uh, bit more, you know, I guess momentum towards closure. You know, everyone has their different ways of dealing with closure and whatnot. I'm not really sure how I'm going to deal with this, but either way, I do know I'm going to feel really great after tonight. So be ready. It's going to be awesome. Either way, this is going to be an awesome night. So if this is your first time hanging out um, and you're into reptiles, you're into animals, but more importantly, if you're really into the reptiles, you want to learn how to breed them uh, properly. If you want to learn from some of the best doing it in the industry, uh, this is going to be a, uh, the podcast to subscribe to. All right. So hit that subscribe button, hit that notification bell, select all. You'll be on top of every single podcast I drop here on this channel. You can also listen to Trapped Our Reptile Podcast on all the audio platforms, Buzzsprout, Apple, google spotify okay um so thank you all right and if you are a fellow bar check lover hit that like button all right why don't you get the likes up right now get this out of the way get the likes up let's get the energy going shout out to everyone in the early birds in the chats um but tonight's episode i have my good buddy brian cusco who i'm about to bring in right now right and i couldn't think of a fellow co-host for tonight to just sit down with me and kind of just Go back and forth on some of the thoughts of Brian Barcheck. You know, I have so many things that connect me to, you know, the first time I ever did a podcast in person with uh, Barcheck and, you know, Cusco. And there's just a lot, a lot of stuff in there. Um, so I will tell you right now, it's going to be an awesome show. All right. So if you're in the live chats tonight, guys, if you have an, uh, an important topic or, you know, some sort of uh, question or whatever that you want to, add to tonight's show drop a super chat super chats get priority i do want to say shout out to all the love and support in the live chat tonight but be ready it's going to be an epic show and uh we're going to get to it all right so guys get ready for the farewell brian barcheck trap talk reptile podcast episode with my buddy brian cusco let's go good you ready for do do more in the future? Trap yes. talk podcasts? Yes. Man. Only, only trap talk. Exclusive. Yes. Exclusive. Oh. So stop calling us. From the spot, get the club to pop. When I come up with the crop, God love it, love it, and not I'm hot from the hop to the spot. Get the club to pop. When I come up with the club to spot, get the club.
previous years but there's just certain clips you can't update and that's a clip that just has to stay um, <laughs> and of course there's other clips that are staying for life i feel like on that uh intro that came from dave just so many iconic moments from dave levison so just want to say <laughs> dave levison. Oh, uh, shout to you brian Cusco. thank you for being here on a friday night my man yeah dude yeah thanks for uh thanks for having me it's crazy how life is crazy first and foremost and then it gets crazier um some good, some good, some good crazy, some bad crazy, right? And, and I think I've reached out to you recently asking for help with balancing the, the good crazy and the bad crazy. And 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 as, as much as you gave me great advice, you then vented yourself and told me that you were on the same boat, you know? And and man, it's just so different when you have kids, bro. And well, I got to say kid, but I can only imagine your, your plate, you know? Um, it's full plate. That, it's a good plate. Full plate, right? And, and yeah. I feel like uh, as being men and being uh you know fathers we got to balance the plate as much as we can like we can't fumble the plate you know and and sometimes there's just things that land on that plate that just keep it's like you no matter your strength it just makes you fumble and i'm really i'm not saying i'm struggling with bar check but i don't i go back and forth with feeling like it's real and feeling like it's not you know and and then i have to really check myself when i feel that it's real because i i kind of go I go like old forest mode and want to melt down, you know? And, and so I, I don't know right now. I want to say it's, it's kind of, I'm kind of scared on how I'm balancing things. I'm doing it, but I want to know how you feel. Like what's going on with you, man. There's, there's moments, you know, it, it comes and goes. Like I, I did a video, you know, it's kind of like it was before he actually left and just kind of talking about memories, you know, I want, want to share them. I wanted him to be able to see it while he was still able to watch it here in this physical plane of YouTube land um and so hopefully he did get to catch it but i but it was and and in that you know there was i was actually kind of amazed in the comment section of the vet, that video i put out about how how not just well received it was but also how many believers there are in the community it blew my mind you know there's just so many there's actually only one single negative comment i saw in that whole thing and it wasn't even and even the person who left it was kind of like back and forth about whether they should even leave it mostly because of how like and I, and I knew this would be harder to understand for a lot of people possibly is like the joy I was feeling for him in his profession of, of faith and where he knew he was going. Um, you know, I had joy for him for that in yeah. that moment, but then there's, of course, there's still moments of, you know, there's still sadness. There's, 
of him not being here uh, to just like call on the phone and talk to and and just thinking about his family and them them missing him and his physical presence and and uh, you know the fact that he's got like that Noah's gonna have you know his first kid like next month and 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 the thing about that stuff it starts to get really sad and I, like I watched the vlog this morning and it was like super inspiring to see like how well Noah is carrying like is obviously stepping into big shoes of his father but I can see that he's got like I can see in his eyes that he's like I'm I'm gonna do this for my dad yeah. and and for himself which is the the huge thing he's not just doing it for his dad but he's also doing it for himself and for everybody how everybody's going to step in because those are big shoes i mean brian barchek those are enormous i don't know i mean i mean and i love i love noah jesus christ but still like noah could be the spin and not that he's not the spinning image but like what's you know Noah always done his thing noah he edits but you know stayed behind the scenes but let's just say noah was so thirsty for brian's position and he did everything that brian wanted to do you still can't feel those shoes like it's right. They're, shoes, well, they're impossible shoes to fill, but that doesn't mean the era can't can't progress into what Noah could and, and Lori could possibly do to it. Like there's a lot of opportunities, and Brian left a lot of roads for them to take. Like it's you know what I mean? So true. it's just scary, bro. Like I wouldn't like I love like you know, okay, my wife always asks me, why are you getting that? Right? That's I'm sure a lot of guys go through that. Why do you why do you need that? And I'm like, I know why I need it, but then you look at like what Barcheck is on that level with adding shit into his life when he he had a comfortable stack in his bank account, I'm sure, before all this legacy shit. Like, he was doing really well. Like, there was really nothing for him to actually be concerned about. But then it all changed when the legacy dream started, you know? And and Barcheck being Barcheck, fucking full full gas, no stop. It's... Yeah, oh, man, it's, he, he's one of the most driven people, and he talked about that a bit with me. You know, there was a, a good moment I got to have with him. Um, I went up to see him with... Um, I don't know why. I, I keep thinking Andy, but it wasn't Andy. <laughs> anyway, I, I got there before um, before he did. Morph, Morph Mixology. That, I don't oh, know. yeah. What's his name? I forget his name. Jason. Jason. Yeah. And, uh, Bigler. So, yeah. Jason Bigler. Right. So we were, we were both going there to hang out with him before a Tinley show. Yeah, I, I rerouted my thing to go meet him up there instead, and I got him before Jason did. So it was one of the rare times, and I talked about this on my video too. I, I don't want to share too many stuff that I've already shared 100 times because – I've done that, but it was a rare moment that it was just Brian and I for a bit, you know, and because it's all, it's always been, there's always other folks around, whether it's the crew or, you know, at his house with his family or there, there were, even the time we went to Indonesia and we were, went off that Island. Like we eventually we were riding with, you know, the, the drivers in the car, or we went to the village and we were with those elders going down to the, uh, the caves. But that was, that, that was the only time that I actually spent like a whole day with Brian, just he and I just like driving around, getting food. And he's talked about it before with me on the phone and stuff about like, yeah, he had, it was demons. A demon of his like was how driven and how he didn't feel ever good enough and that he had to keep working hard to like earn his own approval or, you know, his demons approval of like being good enough and working hard enough to succeed in whatever his aspirations are. So he was the most, one of the most, not one of the most, he, is the most driven person I've ever met on this planet as far as like how much he's willing to take onto his plate and how much he's just going to do and how much work he's going to put into it. And he's talking about how comfortable his bank account might've been. 
he never really bought like i remember he was driving that old vehicle for forever i mean yeah. he finally got a new truck probably when he could afford yeah. you know, 20 of them he finally got a truck for himself but everything that he earned in the, all the hard work he put in he just poured back into the things he was working on he did that from the beginning with youtube and with you know, everything he's done i think he's, he's done that just taking whatever he gets and pours it back into what he's working on to put out to that's that's ultimately benefiting other people not he's not just sitting you know I mean, it's not like he was living in a shack but compared to what he could probably afford maybe it was kind of a shack but it was like his his home you know and, if and, hey, if anyone paid attention to brian barcheck you'll notice that things started changing that man's life when he started kicking back on breeding when he started not focusing so much on the ball pythons and everything that was like getting him to where he was and he went his passion was the fucking people right he wanted to create something for people to come and check out where it's like a win-win situation and that win-win brought him so many opportunities which led to like endless like like let's think about it like he was able to capitalize on youtube when it was money was fucking really good like before youtube got really more strict and, and, and where it was now come on dude barcheck jj there, there's only a couple guys and you know this who are making that that crazy fucking money at that time you know what i'm saying but he he put it instead of putting it into breeding he put it into what he his dream was like and think about how bossy that was he didn't think that was gonna he was scared about the reptarium dude like he didn't think that was gonna work out and and, and almost a scary thing is like almost the same level as a legacy the same way same way he opened up the reptarium you know thinking it wasn't gonna be successful it's a little different i feel like he believes the legacy will be successful but look at the money behind it like how many videos did he put out saying that they need this money and it's like fuck like like my heart kept pounding every time I saw videos at like knowing that there were like still 50 grand and a hundred thousand, all this money behind. And it's just like, what kind of human, like what kind of machine is built like that, bro? Like, yeah, well, you can pour money into things and that ultimately won't do anything. It's this, the energy is that humans is that spirit is that soul that yeah. you put into something. You put your soul, you pour your soul into something. It's gonna, there's going to be fruit. You know, you just you can pour money into something and we'll just watch it be a pit. That's what there's, you know, people describe a money pit. It's like you just keep throwing money at it, just keeps like disappearing and nothing works out. But yeah. when you pour your soul into something like Brian did, that's that's when it works out. And the cool thing there, especially after watching this morning's vlog, like, yes, he's gone from this earth and he's created a crew of not just it's not I hate to say crew because it's a family. It's a family he's created. Yeah. Um, his immediate family there at the reptarium and his is you know noah and lori of course are both hard lori is one of the hardest working people too i mean every time i go there she's always working she's just like she's a workhorse man that 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 woman is physically and mentally strong um right. and so i have no doubt that it's it's not going to be a, an issue of you know money it's, the, the energy is there jay and jay and and brian and and or and uh noah and well, i'm already calling already call noah brian and and lori that whole crew that they've got between all of them i think they can muster enough energy that brian had but that's the crazy thing to think about it's like it takes a lot of people to muster as much energy as this single brian barcheck had it takes a lot it takes a team to muster that much energy but newsflash newsflash for anyone who don't know this lori runs the show lori yeah Lori's I mean, built for this shit. Like Lori has it in her because she does so much. Like, you know, Brian was the face. Barcheck's the face. Absolutely. Animal lover. But you know how much it takes to run everything that this man was doing? Like, yeah. like the reptile army, the 
the merch, like everything to sustain income at that fucking place come because Lori holds that shit down, bro. Yeah, every uh, time I've gone there, she's just she's just working, you know, just like grinding, working whether whether it's like taking care of her own body or working at the shop and like making sure stuff's getting done. She's working. That's why it was really cool at Animal Con to like to see her let loose for a little bit and like have a moment or just dance. I've always been from the first moment I met Lori, I, I was pretty intimidated and she's still a pretty intimidating force for me, <laughs> honestly, <laughs> which she's, she's stoked about you. I will say I something I've heard her say one time. You didn't, you weren't there. She was like, so like, yeah, we, MJ, we need some fun people around here. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, but to see, to like, to dance, like cut a rug, not just like dance, but like get down on the dance floor and just dance and just like, let it all go. It was really cool to see her do that. At Animal Con this last time around, man, because um, that's the only time I've seen that. that. Usually, I mean, she's she definitely doesn't mince her words. She says what she's thinking, um, but to actually like not work to you know and just like cut loose and just to witness. I'm sure she has times. I'm not sure, but I I assume she has. Sometimes she does that that I've not seen, of course. But it was cool to witness her cutting loose and because I know there was a lot happening in that moment too. Um, I want the, I know one thing to do. I know one thing also that will still stay active and solid more than ever now, even though Barchek's no longer with us. Um, that like a lot of these relationships that Barchek has built throughout the many, many years, Lori's right there with them with them with these relationships. Like these, a lot of these people respect Barchek, Brian Barchek as much as they respect Lori. It's like a mutual thing. They've always been like a team type deal. You know what I'm saying? Um so I feel like a lot of the formula, a lot of the things that are already happening are still going to be happening. Like, I don't, I don't see any blemish blemishes in that. No, definitely not. He, I mean, he was a force of nature. The man set so many wheels in motion that are going to keep turning for, you know, ho hopefully it's eternity. It really, it seems that way. It seems like it's going to be eternity. There's a lot of wheels set in motion that aren't going to stop because of that man. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Now, I mean, um, how much of you, like I'm not, I haven't really been paying attention, but have they even given a like a potential like launch date of the legacy, or, or is, there, is that not being spoke about yet? I I haven't heard. Well, I mean, you know, they were originally hoping for like before Christmas at one point. So you know, these things go, these kind of projects. There's always getting pushed back by this or that, and let alone the the battle he was going through that, which is going to cause some kind of cutback, fault, or um, you know, holdbacks on progress. No, I don't know of a day. I, I'm planning to go when the grand opening happens, but I don't know when that is. Otherwise, I would have booked my ticket already. <laughs> yeah. Now, I'm sure you agree with me on this because, you know, I mean, you've definitely spoken to Barcheck. Like you said, there's, there's been times where you spent a whole day with them. And one thing I always know with Barcheck is like, who drop names, real familiar names, and tell you cool stories about these people. And you would never thought, like, God damn, Barcheck, you know everyone. You know what I'm saying? But I'm talking like on a global standard, you know? And, and, um, Who's a neighbor reptile country of ours that look, we love doing business with, and 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 I want to say we they help us and we help them. Like who, what Mexico, country? okay, almost. <laughs> almost. Sorry, almost. But go higher, go north. Don't go. Don't, don't. <laughs> I know what you were saying. I just wanted to say Mexico instead. Right. So I'm not saying Mexico. What other country would that be, Brian? Please answer. Um, the, other, the other country attached to the United States. Sorry, I'm. I'm I'm shifting, you know. I'm so Canada, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, Canada. That's the one. <laughs> Damn it. Brian, fuck, dude. Um, Canada. I respect so many breeders, and I will, I'm going to have to demographic this one, ball python breeders, because that's really 
most majority of people I know out of Canada are ball python breeders. Ooh, I've I've got a, I've got a big love for Canada actually. I, I'm actually gonna watch UFC. Uh, I like UFC as well. UFC is in, in Toronto tomorrow, right. so I'm I've been thinking about my Canadian folks specifically because of that because I've been watching the the pre you know the whatever the the build up stuff and like thinking about Canada and how long it's been since I've been up there because actually the first time I went to Canada was, I mean first time I went to Canada for reptiles was with Brian. Right. I wasn't sure if I was going to make it across the border or not. Yeah. And uh, we did. But yeah, and that was that was awesome. That was the first time I got to meet um, a lot of people, a lot of people, really. But um, Mark Mandick was particularly. Oh, hey there. Mark <laughs> Mandick, ladies and gentlemen. Wow, you, you did the intro for me. This was awesome. <laughs> Mark well, that was cool. <laughs> live. I'm live from the country just to the north of you, the big. Oh, the big, oh, the big, that you know, big so big. Some, dirt. Some, sometimes I look at the maps too closely and I can't see, you know, it's like, it's so huge. It's just like, I can't see it. Yet. I got to step back from the map to be able to we're, see it. We're the country that share the longest border with you. <laughs> we're the number one trading company, trading country with the United States, you know. Mark, Mark he almost said, he almost said Alaska. I, 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 could, I could see it. I, I was waiting for it. I was like, dude, what's wrong, Brian? Right. Can you answer it? Uh, but no, okay, Mr. Mark Mandick in the building, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Marcus Jane Reptiles, how you doing, sir? Good to have you. Great. Thanks for having me on. This is uh, this, this is um, a great thing. You know what's even greater is like one of the things I loved about the first episode of me and, and yours, Mark, was your food guy. You like you love food, and not only oh yeah, not only do you love it yeah you get down on cooking it you know and, oh, yeah. and and then i heard stories shout out to mark bailey mark bailey told me about how bar checks had dinner at your place yeah more than one occasion but i know you have a cool memory or story you might want to share for everyone tonight uh being a good friend of uh brian bar so why don't you maybe give us one well you know when when you asked me uh to be on the show and hi brian how are you? hi mark Good to see you, man. Dude, Mark is, is also, for those of you guys who haven't met Mark yet, man, if you get to meet Mark in person, what a stand-up dude. You, you know what I'm talking about. We've, we've had our moments together. You're just a, a dude that's full of love, man. It's really awesome. I want to meet him. It's, it's easy to be that way around you, Brian, because you have that, that, I don't know what it's, I don't want to call it the X factor, <laughs> but uh, you're just such a likable person right off the bat. It's a, it's a gift. And you're genuine. You're genuine, which is a, a great segue into talking about Brian. Because when you asked me to be on the show, um, I wanted to share that the one thing that kept on, you know, popping into my head was that Brian was always Brian. When I got into ball pythons, I bought my first ball pythons in 1999. I think I went to Daytona um, in 2001 was the first time I went da uh, down to Florida because, you know, NRBC didn't exist. And there were a lot of names that were basically unapproachable, but, you know, if you go back into the history of the ball python industry, you know, there was uh, Mark Bell, there was um, Kevin McCurley, 
um, uh, Pete Call, and and there was Brian Barczyk. And Brian Barczyk was the guy you wanted to be around because he was so nice and so down to earth and so approachable. And for, you know, guys like me, I mean, this was, you know, 20, 24 years ago that I got to meet him. For guys like me to be treated so well by an individual that was so high up the ladder. I mean, I was just buying my first ball pythons. And, uh, um, you know, I bought some nice ball pythons from, from Brian. The first, uh, I bought my first clown and it was insane. It was so reduced. And that was the clown that basically spawned the, the blade project. It had blade in it. And, um, you know, I narrowed it down and figured out this gene and nobody had named it at this point. So I, I said, heck, I'm going to start calling it the blade and it stuck. But I always gave Brian credit. That's where the snake came from. And um, um, Sean bought one as well. Um, and uh it was always great. And what was also, you know, the memories I have, I remember at Daytona, uh, after the show, Brian would always have a dinner and we were staying, I forget what the, the, it was the big, big hotel there. And he would reserve a room and it'd be a long table. And it was all full of, um, his customers, basically his friends. And, um, you know, none of the other, name guys were sitting at the table there were people like me and and people like oz and you know people like uh justin kabilka and i don't specifically remember justin being there but i'm sure he was there and I, i'm telling you there were like 30 40 people sitting at this table and we'd all be talking and brian would be at the head of the table and it wasn't that he was at the head of the table because he thought he was more special than anybody else. He, he kind of looked out for us, you know, he, 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 he was genuinely interested in making sure we succeeded with our dreams. And, um, it was, it was really special and he always paid. He always bought us all paid for everybody. Yeah. And, you know, uh, without hesitation. And I thought, wow, you know, it's, it's like sitting at the table with the Godfather without the attitude, you know, yeah. felt special. It, it really was. And it was so freaking genuine. Brian was always, always Brian. And, um, you know, uh, we, uh, we went to, when the NRBC started and we went um, uh, there for the first show and he said, hey, we're all going to a steakhouse. And we went to this steakhouse and we were all sitting there and uh, it took us a while to get in. And, you know, the waiter came over. He says, what do you guys do? And he, and he said, well, you, why don't you try and guess what we do? And, you know, not one of us 
we were all different, you know. Yeah. There wasn't one of us that looked like we were a snake breeder, you know. And then Brian says, "Yeah, we we you know we yeah, he had this really cool demeanor. Yeah, you know we 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 breed snakes and whatever. And then and it was just it was magical. And I remember, you know, sitting beside this guy, a guy, never met him before, and we're going around, we're looking at the menu." you know what to order and uh he says yeah i feel like a steak and i said uh get the ribeye he said he said the ribeye uh what's a ribeye and i said you know it's good with the bone in when you cook it it, it, you get more flavor and whatever and uh he bought the ribeye and he, he looked at me he said man this is the best steak i've ever had and i said i'm glad and we've been friends ever since and that was oz you know, wow. and uh, yeah, it's, uh, I mean, that, that's, that's what I hold in my heart, that I got to see the real Brian, I, I got to see the real human, and uh, it was, he was special, he was special. You know, because you know, you guys can all admit that you see the. Let's say you're the outsider looking in. You come across Brian Barczyk's channel, especially where he was at, where he was headed. Yeah. You say to yourself, "What a special guy!" Like, like you wonder, like this guy is something else. And then you meet him, and you realize he's exactly how he is. How he that energy, that love that he's portraying on camera, he gives that to you in person. It doesn't change the excitement. The like, oh, have you not seen this before? Like rushes you over there, throws you throws you the keys to his goddamn private collect his zoo around your neck and say go have fun, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I, when I, I I just can't imagine, like I, okay, <laughs> I I I had a had a phone call with Justin Gabelka about something completely different and and I tell him I was like I, I I take what I do very serious and I get it like I love what I do man like this is my mm -hmm. life like I love it like I I wouldn't want any other way but to do what I do. And I take it very serious. And with Brian, it just never felt like, like it just felt so welcoming to be wherever you were invited with this guy. You were having the time of your life. And it was just such an awesome, genuine feeling to be around. I mean, I never met anyone like Brian Barczyk, hands down. I don't, I don't, I can't compare him to nobody. You meet a lot of people in this world and you could compare them to a lot of other people. You can't compare Brian Barczyk to nobody else. And that's the, well, that's, and that that you know that that's that's the sign of uh, you know the one in a million kind of people. Um, you know, when you when you're growing up, you know, there'll never be another John Wayne. There'll never be another Sean Connery. There'll never be, you know, there there are certain uh, characters. You know, there'll never be another David Gilmore from Pink Floyd, and it just and Brian, there'll never be another Brian. That was a one-off. You know, I will say that I do believe, and, and a lot of people don't know, um, when when um, I first got into the snakes, I was uh, working for a TV station. And that's when Brian, um, uh, the crocodile hunter, was really big. And Brian, he wanted to have his own TV show. I mean, it was, you know, YouTube wasn't that big at the time. We used to spend hours, hours, 
talking on the phone about TV and, you know, what to do and whatever. And he, the one thing, you know, I always said to Brian, I said, Brian, be careful what you wish for because it might come true. And you got to know how to handle it if it comes true. That's yeah. because fame, fame brings a different kind of challenge to your life. Yeah. And you have to know how to handle it because you can be in an audience and have 500 people cheering for you. But if you have one person in the back booing, that's who you're going to focus on. Mm. So I said, you need to know how to handle this before you go down this road. And if you want to go down this road, I know you're going to be successful, but it's not all, you know, celebrity isn't everything it's cut out to be. And, um, you know, uh, so, and I know, you know, Brian suffered from depression and anxiety and, and things like that. And it broke my heart when he came here. Uh, the last time he came here, I think was in 2016. And, uh, he just called me out of the blue and he said, uh, Hey, Hey man, you know, you mind if I come over and, you know, shoot a segment and I said, yeah, hell yeah, come on over. So we came over and we shot a segment and everything in, in the, in, in the snake room and, you know, getting back to cooking. I, I said, you just do what you got to do. And I started cooking for him and I, I posted that picture a while ago Yeah. and it, it was so, I mean, food is my love language. Yeah. I hear you. It's right. way to communicate. And, and, and uh, to be able to cook for him and, and uh, sit down and have a conversation with him was pretty cool. And what was really cool was I had a friend here that was helping me out. He didn't know Brian was coming. And he was the biggest Brian fan, like huge. So I, Brian came in the house and said, Brian, just, just sit in the kitchen there i'm gonna make some coffee i'll be right back so i went and i got my buddy i said yeah i, I just made coffee come on which i always uh you know made coffee i said come on and he walked in and brian was sitting there the look on his face <laughs> the look on his face wow. was unbelievable but you know to bring people that much joy which i think that's what we got to remember mm -hmm. is he did that yeah. And that's and that's truly, truly what he wanted to do was bring people joy. Yeah. He was passionate above everything. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. know. Yeah. And uh and I uh that day me, I was thinking of getting into the podcast business. I mean, who would do that, right? <laughs> I remember you talking about that. Yeah, and I had the microphone set up, and I said, hey, Brian, how about we do my first podcast right now? We'll do an interview. I'll record it. And I had a little Zoom recorder, and uh, I think it was Zoom 5 or whatever it was. And, yeah. and we sat here for an hour and a half, and we did an interview. I've never released the interview. I don't know if I still have it. Wow. But I'm going to try and find it. But it was really interesting because we got into some really deep stuff about feelings, emotions, people, 
the way people treat people. Yeah. It was, uh, and I remember playing it for Jane. I took it upstairs and I put it in my laptop. I said, I want you to hear this. And at the end of it, she said, you're not going to leave me when you're famous, are you? And I went, <laughs> that'll never happen. But it was really, I thought it was a great interview. So I'm going to try and find it. And if I do, I'm going to let you broadcast it. Man, please do. That'd be amazing. Um, and, and I will say, you know, one thing about Brian, like, okay, if you look at any individual and you wonder how do they get to this point of just non, like he had something in him that I felt only became bigger throughout time, right? And, mm -hmm. and like you said, the more he added and the more he accomplished, he kept adding more goals. Like the guy just wouldn't stop. Okay. No, he, he was, he, he persevered, man. And I'll tell you, there were some bumps in the road. Well, that's what I was going to say. It's like, how does a wildfire really start? It spreads, right? And, and mm -hmm. I want to tell you, there was things happening to this man that he held on and, and he had a hard time letting go some of the shit, but that was his fuel. And oh man, what's nuts is like ever since Brian just, you know, I always watch this stuff, but not religiously as I've been watching it when he announced that he had cancer. Like it's, it's been me and my wife's thing every morning uh, for like the mm -hmm. last nine, 10 months. Mm -hmm. but, but since then I get these random videos from uh bar check like four or five years ago. And I'm like, wow. Like, and I forget, like, I remember, Oh, I remember seeing this one, but one of the ones that are popping up and it just popped up recently. <coughs> out of all the time I've been looking at him recently, the cyberbullying one came up and, mm. and, and that fucking shit hurt me so much. Like to, oh, yeah. hear, to hear him, not only like, yeah, it was really about like, it was, it was about him, what he was going through, but really about how this is really affecting people out there and how really like over 5,000 teens are killing themselves over this. You know what I mean? It was, it was more oh. of an awareness thing, you know, but like he doesn't, I, I felt like Barcheck never let go of that shit. And that, and that just drove him to the point of just wanting to prove a lot of people wrong, like a lot. And, and, and obviously he did it for himself and other reasons, but man, somebody poked that fire. Too many people poked that fire that, that I feel like led to where he was at, you know? Yeah. Yeah. People are cruel. You know, I would love to wake up in the morning and go, you know, we, we live on a wonderful planet and all people have good in them and they're all fundamentally good and whatever, but they're not. No. I'm sorry. They're not, yeah, you know, we have to somebody, some, somebody, somebody well, brought up, I was listening to a podcast the other day and they brought up a point. They said, do you want to see how, how cruel humans can be? They said, take a new kid and inject them into a playground with some kids that don't know them. And yeah. you'll quickly learn human nature. I, look, unfortunately, that's the truth. But fortunately, we don't have to subscribe to that. We can be above that. We can be better than that. We can be nicer to people. We can yeah. be kinder to people. We can be more helpful to people. We can, we can educate people. We can do good things. That's yeah. our choice. He it was... can't be their choice. And that was Brian's choice. Yeah. Brian's choice was to be good to people. Yeah. I mean, there's so many different ways. Like, let's just say someone's antagonizing you, picking on you, talking about you. There's so many ways that you could go about it, right? 
Um, so many ways that I'm not proud of how I go about it, but he was just so good at just putting his fucking work to the test and just like he proved himself. Like he never got involved in comments, never really partaked in the shit, even though he knew it was all going on. All he did was work harder. And like, you just can't take that away from that guy. It got to the point to where whoever was talking shit about Brian was like, you could tell they are really like they're old news. And it's like, dude, get over it now. Like, come on, like this, this is not really relevant at this point. And, and everyone knows that churn. I think it was like 2019 or something when all that shit just started transitioning to, you know, everyone to shut their mouth about it. And because he was showing nothing but great positive things and, and bringing in so many people from the outside world in the outside reptile world coming in, you know? Like I got so many family members. I got so many family members I don't even know that watched Barcheck that reached out to me because they, they saw him on TMZ or something. You know what I mean? It was it was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we were uh fortunate to have him for the brief time that we had him. Yeah, too too soon. But like you said, a lot of the greats go too soon. A lot of our well, a lot, well, a lot I, of the greats, you know what I mean? And it seems to be more prevalent today um because of you know different situations where people choose to do things that um you know because of how people treat them yeah it's sad i mean you know, all you got to do is turn on the news every day look at the news and you'll see there's another one there's another one there's another one and it, it, it's you know i I have mixed emotions about what I'm about to say, and I'm going to be uh, 67 in another couple of weeks. You look great. And well, thank you. And um, I, you know, I like to think I have a really good life. I. I uh, I'm really happy. I wake up happy. I, I wake up appreciating everything in life. But I'd like to say what I said to Brian, be careful what you wish for because it might come true. You have to realize that today's a different world. Yeah. And when you put yourself out there, you have no control of what people are gonna think about you, regardless of how you behave. You have no control of what they're gonna say about you, regardless of how you behave. Yes. You can be an absolute saint, and there will be people that find fault in you and wanna voice it. And we live in a world, I grew up in a world where my friends were people that I called on the phone that I actually had to dial. I mean, we eventually got those push button things. That was kind of cool. But, you know, there was a cord at the end of the phone. And if you wanted to arrange something, you actually got on the phone and talked. Now it's all text, it's all message, it's all whatever. And lo and behold, we're on Facebook and we've got 5,000 fucking friends. <laughs> it's like, what? You know? Yeah. real right here appreciate it and tell them you know but if you think that the more 
is going to make your life merrier, you're mistaken. You're just mistaken. And I know Brian suffered from a lot of anxiety and depression and whatever. And that was brought on by, you know, different people that had different motives. So, you know, it, it, you got to everything in moderation and, and being famous isn't everything it's cut out to be. It ain't meant for everyone that much. You know? So. Well, well, amazing stuff, Mark. I don't want to take up too too much of your night. We have my next guest that's going to drop in right now. So I want to say Mark from the bottom of my heart, thank you so much for like, like, you know, you're a huge impact to the entire ball Python community. And even further than that, like I've heard stories about people not even attached to the ball Python community who respect you and, and whatnot. So I got to say for being around as long as you have, and people still like to talk about you in a great positive way. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Well, I appreciate, I appreciate you having me on being able to talk about Brian and Brian. It was great seeing you again. I love great you. To see you too, man. I love you too, brother. I'm, I'm hoping right. to make my way up to the, the old cold North, uh, before the end of this it, year so it is cold right now yeah, i mean yeah, I know. it is cold i know <laughs> but the other day it was i have some friends that live in weatherford texas they're horse trainers it was colder there than here that's crazy <laughs> yeah. yeah that is crazy that is crazy so anyways it's been a pleasure guys have a great night thank you so more much. mark take care give it all up right. for mark magic ladies and gentlemen have a good night mark all right take care all right all right, man. You know, uh, listen. Um, Mark's awesome, dude, man. Oh, he he's a good cat, right there. Here, right there. You know what I'm saying? And, and like I said, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I try. I know a lot of people are busy, but I really try to look at. Like, here's the thing, Barchek. He associated with almost everyone. He really gave everyone the time of day, but he really, he really like hung around with some of the best people doing it in their field. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what he attracted. And Mark Mandic's one of those individuals, like the best to ever do the ball pythons. Period. You know what I mean? Um, but, you know, we're going to be transitioning to another part of the country that's not as cold. All right. Another and part of which country? Of Canada? Another part of Canada that's not as cold? Part Different part of the world. Okay. God damn it. I don't want to gonna make sure we're t- we have our facts straight here. Different part of the world in this country, United States. And this guy's American. Fuck. He loves this country. All right. But where he's at, it's a lot warmer and nothing to do with ball pythons i mean it is but it's more like feeding time for him how warm um, is it not like iguanas dropping out of trees it probably is man but here he is tyler nolan all right out of south florida in the building what's up tyler what up guys can what's you up, tyler? yeah i can hear you can, are you good or what can you hear us yeah yeah how you doing happy friday night thanks for dropping in and uh thanks bro dude, good to, I, you know the circumstances not you know obviously not the best but uh Wow, man, Barcheck, you know, uh, you're at Animal Con. Um, you know, you killed it at, the, at Animal Con. And, and I just know you're an important person to Barcheck. So I thought I'd invite you to maybe share, like, maybe your favorite Barcheck memory or something you want to share. Man, I mean, dude, honestly, I just, I didn't, I've been working all day. I haven't caught any of this podcast yet. Um, you're good. But that, I just saw that last minute and a half of whatever y'all were just talking about and uh i mean honestly the thing that resonated resonated with me with brian the most was just like the transparency with everything and uh 
just how honest he was and how like other other celebrities and other like famous people you know they don't really they kind of like everybody puts on their persona and like you know they act all big and bad and tough and they don't act they don't act like you know they don't ever have hardships and shit like that you know right but brian caught my attention i didn't even start watching brian's videos honestly for like snakes and shit because i mean all he does is colubrids and non-venomous shit so it's not like i watched him for that um i started watching all the videos that he was posting dude back in the day about like anxiety and depression and shit like that bro because that's where it hits me dog like i've been i mean even now bro like i make everything look fucking copacetic online and so did brian 90 percent of the time but he also kept it super real with everybody bro and like yeah you know, a lot of people you kind of like feel like you can't really talk to about shit like that because that's real, dude. Anxiety and depression is dude, something, and especially now that I'm a dad, you know, now you're a yeah. dad, bro. This fool has four. <laughs> that's insane, bro. I don't even understand people like that, bro. I have, I'm one and okay, give us some time. She's still growing. Once she gets a little older, you're gonna be like, oh, she needs a, a, a brother or a sister, and it's gonna. It, Give yourself some time. Give give your girl some time. It'll Dude, my anxiety level though has been <laughs> through the freaking roof though, and like the thing that has been helping me not the most. I'm not. I mean, it's definitely there's lots of great help, but like the thing with Brian that was crazy is what he found out in April. Uh, that was March. Oh, uh, actually, no, it was March, right? March is when he found out. Yeah, it was right right before Chile. Right before Chile. Fucking longer, bro. Yeah. Probably found out in March, and instead of bro, if I found out about, I'm just gonna keep it real, dog. Like, yeah. I'm, I ain't, I'm not doing that shit anymore. Like, I'm just gonna spend some time with my family and fucking Dude. peace out of here, bro. Like, Dude. bro, yes. he stepped it up to the plate and he made sure that, like, and that's a selfish thing for me to do, but like, I just know how I am, and like, that would put me down in the dumps, bro. Finding out something like that would just like fucking rock my world, bro. And Brian like never fucking stopped, bro. And I'm over here dealing with my petty shit. Well, he's got terminal cancer, bro, and he's still pushing hard, bro. Like hard. Push putting out videos every fucking day, bro. Taking care of his crew, taking care of his family, bro, making sure everybody was good after he's gone, bro. Like still his legacy, that whole shit, that's real, bro. It's crazy. So that's probably my biggest thing with Brian was just how admiral he was with all that stuff. I said, I said before you came on, Tyler, like I, I, you know, because Mark mentioned how a lot of people want to wish things in this world, but if they, they, you get what you wish for a lot in this, uh, in this life. Right. And if you get something you wish for, you know, you gotta be ready for it. And a lot of the stuff that Brian had to deal with was becoming more famous, you know, um, because with more fame, more hate, you know, it's just, you know that more than anything, like you know, and that can that can really deteriorate someone's like not only game plan in life, but their mental their mental state. Like it can, it deteriorates you almost. And and Brian cared a lot. Like he it it like it he focused he was before everyone got to the point where like don't look at the comments like fuck a hater. This is before all that. Like and he would really take a lot of the shit that was being said about him to fucking heart. And it was a lot of it was just out of just left field bullshit. You know what I mean? But yeah. like that could really, I really ignore that shit though, because I mean, yeah, I, I get it all the time, bro. Especially yeah, but a lot, but a lot of these are saying, "Is it Cobra's and you're a dad?" It's 
But definitely a lot of easier said than done, though, right? Like some people aren't built the same to handle that shit. Like it's it's I mean, hard. This is all I know, bro. I just do my thing. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know, man. I I, I just know that. Uh, yeah, dude. I'm glad you always came through for the guy because I always, you know, a lot of people could play the whole like I'm too busy shit or whatever the fuck. But I, I that was never. Your energy with the guy, I always see that you're down to collab with him. And Brian was always like, hey, Brian was never too busy for anyone, bro. And imagine how busy, because I'm busy, bro. And I can only imagine how busy he was. Like, that's on, that's a whole other level of busy that just, like, dude, I'm already struggling with the amount of crap that I got to do on a daily basis, bro. It's crazy. Yeah, man. Well, I know anything uh, new at a, at a, you know, guys our age, man, to take on something new, especially like a kid. Holy God. It changes everything. It rocks the whole world, you know. And I, like I was telling Cusco when we first started, we gotta learn how to balance shit, even when we lose somebody like this. And and, and but losing someone like this, bro, like holy, like you want to talk about a gap, you know, like taking something out of this reptile world. That was that was a guy. Like I was, it's pretty. It's pretty crazy how much he kept a lot of us together, you know. Because let's be really, you know, politics is fucking bullshit, but it's it's a part of what we do. Brian did everything he in his power to not let that get in the way or whatever that he was doing. Like if. He didn't give a fuck if he didn't fuck with that person. He's going to try to fuck with whoever he wants to fuck with, you know? And mm-hmm. I and I, I learned a lot off that because I wasn't like that at first, you know? Um, and I'm still not like that. <laughs> but I'm just – I'm well, you got to be careful who you're friends with. First yeah, time. for sure, yeah. Especially yeah. in this industry or fucking yeah. this industry. But, like, just like anyone else, man, some people have strengths and some people have weaknesses, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. my, my strength is not giving a fuck. Like, I really don't give a fuck. And I know – that was a big weakness for Brian. And as far as like, he cared so much about people. Like, yeah. Oh, fuck. yeah. Anyways. Um, I mean, that's off to Noah though, too. Like I've been seeing, I mean, they're still posting every single day, bro. Like, Today's Noah, video. Like it was weird. Like I was. Noah Today's video was really good. Really good. Really tough too. But bro, that video that he just posted yesterday. Noah, what was it? It was like saying goodbye or something on Brian's page. But it was just like Noah. Like just walking around the reptarium with the freaking rhino going on his shoulder, and it was just like, yeah, I don't know. He just like he's just like a young Ryan, bro. So it's kind of cool that you know Noah's stepping up, and I'm pretty stoked to see that. Um, yeah, and you know you could still like Noah was saying like Noah, he still feels his dad's presence with him all the time. You know what I mean? Yeah. And dude, even just watching that video. I felt like I was watching Brian back in the day, like talking about his feelings and shit and like, you know, all that. And it was, so I was like, damn, man, like hats off to Noah and freaking and Jay and everybody that's making the, the wheels turn still, you know? Yeah. It's a whole team thing over there, man. And it's crazy. And what's nuts is like, man, the, the oil, the, the machine just kept functionally perfectly when, as Brian kept, you know, going what he was going through. Um, but, you know, Brian went out looking at a vlog. Can you believe that shit? One of the last things he was yeah, crazy for was looking at a fucking vlog that Noah was going to post. And yeah. it, that's all. Dude, he bred, bleed, and fucking slept this shit. This is all he ever wanted to do, man. And and it showed it. And what's crazy, too, guys, is at first I'm like, why is he showing this? Because it's fucking. At first I'm like, dude, this is nuts. Like, go enjoy the rest of your time with your family. But like you said, it was so selfless because he was giving us all peace. Like by by showing what he showed us, it kept a lot of us from freaking out. It really did. It was like a peaceful way to see. It was probably one of the most peaceful ways 
to see someone you really love and enjoy on social media. That was tough, though. Like, I remember when he posted that, when he posted the goodbye video in the hospital bed, I I just got to work, bro, and my client just flew from, like, I think it was, like, North Carolina or something. And, bro, I'm just, like, sitting in the back of my shop crying my eyes out, dude, just watching that. It was just... It's crazy, bro. It's really surreal how fucking fast your life can change, bro. Like, just yeah. so fast. You know what I mean? Like, I'm about to be 36, bro. And, like, just, just the older I get. Even some, somebody when I was younger told me, they were like, yo, the older you get, the more your friends that you lose. And then you're really going to start thinking about life. And I really didn't fucking think about it in my 20s until I got into my 30s and started losing really close friends and family members, you know? And it really just, like... Just hits you harder than anything else, bro. Now you got a unit, bro. Like it's more of a unit for you now, and it's like you know you have priorities within that unit that matters. And Brian has a fucking mini army, and so it's like, and, and that's what matters is what's in front of you every morning, what you wake up to, and what you care, what what's under the roof. You know what I mean? Now your attitude is also because if you wake up thinking that today is gonna suck, yeah, it's not. Gonna it be is. Hard, <laughs> and it's gonna fucking be this, and it's gonna be that, and guess what? It's probably gonna suck. You know, but if you wake up, what was the beginning that Brian put in his vlogs? It was like, uh, make, make today it awesome. awesome. Exactly. Make today awesome. That was the first fucking thing that he said. You know, make yeah. today awesome. Wake up in the morning. Yeah, maybe you, maybe some life is shitting on you right now, but yeah. it's got to make the best of it because we only got one life, you know, and it's all up to the people to make shit happen for themselves. So, I mean, look what Brian did. Brian fucking was battling cancer and still busting his ass on a daily basis. Yeah. I mean, he was like, you know, like I said, there's, there's one of a kind in almost any sport or almost anything we love. There's that one, that great. And that's Brian Barczyk in, in, in our world, you know, um, it's still crazy. It's still just weird. It's still like I, said, I go back and forth. It's weird, you know? And, and I, I try to just harness and maintain, cause I've already had my blowouts. I cried like a goddamn baby. And, and, you know, and, and, and I just know that, you know, I, it's just, He's still here in a sense, you know. Look, we're, we're talking about him. It's like what do you say in that video? He was like, he's like, my name's. He's like, you you only live as long as people talk about you or some shit like that. Bro, he, we're not gonna ever stop talking about that guy. Yeah, I don't think anybody ever will. He's like Steve Irwin, bro. Everybody's everybody still fucking falls to the walls about Steve Irwin. He's been dead for ten years. Yeah, but Steve Irwin didn't have YouTube. Barcheck had YouTube, so he right, touched, he reached a lot. Right people bro which is nuts yeah no but it is nuts man. yeah um, but listen yeah. Hey, go be a dad tyler go enjoy your night i appreciate you yeah, just stopping sleeping i'm gonna go chill yeah go chill <laughs> your animals are good but guys give it up for the homie tyler nolan i appreciate you man have a good night bro. hey guys good seeing you brian too you too bro what a good guy man and, and, and listen like okay true or false like bar check like, regardless how you felt of whoever the fuck case was, he fucked with whoever he wanted to associate with. Like, he he knew who were good people in his heart, and he never let anyone convince him otherwise. I may have convinced him of a couple people at one point. But, you know, we won't talk about that. <laughs> um, all right, listen. Uh, appreciate Tyler Norm for coming by. But I want to bring someone who is kind of like, man, this guy I would want to say is – Someone who's probably definitely as blessed as I am as far as the way he met Barcheck because he was able to build a relationship with Barcheck and and be there, you know, during a lot of crucial times. You know him because you've been on trips with him and I've met him. He's actually, I don't know, if he used to be from San Diego, but 
He was also a good friend of Forrest Fanning's, which is even awesome. You know what I mean? But uh, shout out to the homie Andy Gabs tapping in with us right now, who's muted. If you could unmute yourself, that'd be great. My bad. <laughs> my bad. My bad. What's up, guys? What's up, Andy? How you doing, man? Good evening. How are you? Good evening, gents. Uh, I'm good, man. It's been it's been nice sitting here listening to you guys talk. Um, it's been an emotional day for me. Uh, I'm currently in Orlando. I'm not from San Diego. I was stationed in San Diego. That's where we met uh, when I was in the Navy. Yeah, yeah, I used to live there for sure. From from Boston though, but I'm down in Orlando. And uh, today, I went to Gatorland. Um, brought my my family out to Gatorland and Cusco. I don't know if you remember that little food. The, the food area um, it was like me, you, Brian, Noah, Lori. We were all sitting at the tables yeah, um, well, at the very that, end of the night. That long ago, man. Well, okay. <laughs> I remember. Yeah. I'm not that old yet. <laughs> You're pretty old. Um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> we uh, we sat there and we ate, and I kind of it kind of just like hit me that that was the last spot that I got to see Brian, and I gave him a hug right outside of that little area, that little culvert. And uh, that was rough, man. It, mm. That uh, that hurt for sure. Um, I don't want to make everything really sad right away, but it just being there again and like we sat and watched a, a show on that stage where Brian went up and talked to all of the creators for Animal Con. It was just different knowing that it's not going to happen again. I guess um, it hurt a little bit, but. It was still it was an amazing day and it was great to you know take my daughter there and be able to show her you know what daddy does when i go on all of the trips and i go and film the cool videos with the cool people because she doesn't get a go a lot um and it was nice being able to show her that yeah i mean because that's going to instill in her obviously man like that's she won't forget that you know um yeah and i you know one of one of the things that i hope oh one day i could be more appealing to children and, and reach that demographic or maybe not. I don't know. But but Barcheck was so good at it. Like Barcheck could he could reach anything, and he like like you could put him on during a family like gathering, and it's gonna be appropriate. You know what I mean? I mean for the most part, oh, for sure. You know, and, and and that was the key. Like you know, like he didn't cuss. Like he just he did things to make it welcoming. And and some people like just don't care about that, but he cared about making sure everyone's having a good time if they're watching. It. You know what I mean? Well, but, yeah. without, but, without, but without being phony, like that was, that was him. Like he wanted everyone to have a good time. Like that's what he cared about the most, you know. Well, yeah, so that's like one. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go, sorry. Oh, no, and, go. Andy down to have a good time too, man. We're hanging out. That, that's one of the cool things about Andy's. Like, I'll, I'll do, man. If we're, if it's gonna make the time more better, I'll do it. Let's do this. I'll do this. <laughs> if I can make oh, you guys absolutely. laugh and have a good time, I'm gonna do it. That was absolutely see that happy, especially when especially when Brian was around. I feel like Brian was a. Uh, um, What's that? What's that word? Uh, what's that? What do you call him? A uh, an enabler. Honor. Egg, enabler. Enabler. <laughs> there you go. An egg honor. <laughs> uh, enabler. No, he definitely was. Um, I, I did want to say two things. So someone made a comment that I've been sitting here reading the comment while I was waiting to join. He said Brian showed it's okay that your heroes struggle too. Yeah. And I don't know who it was. I'm sorry, I didn't write your name down. I just typed the comment into my phone. But when you guys were talking about, you know, showing the the journey and when he made the decision to announce that he had cancer, because he told me it was a few days or maybe a couple weeks before that video came out that uh, the diagnosis did not go the way that he wanted it to. And I knew that that meant he had cancer. He didn't say those words. 
And I was very, very, very curious if he was going to show and he was going to document, you know, the whole process. Because, I mean, we all saw, we all knew Brian for the, the happy-go-lucky guy and not the the skinny, you know, in pain version that he was. Now, he put a good face on and he covered, you know, how he was actually feeling really, really well for a decent majority of the time. But there was definitely still times in those videos that he struggled and he was in pain. And I think it it helped people and the the process of healing of him showing that um because of like that person that made that comment is your hero struggle too and it's okay and you know not just with the health battles but with the mental health and things like that um i i just think it was a very cool thing that brian showed uh and then what mj was talking about just being nice to everyone you know i'm just a a normal dude um and Brian, like, I've been to his house multiple times, slept in his house. Me and Noah have crashed in his bed together. Uh, that was just where the guest room was, um, or where my guest room was. And I was just a normal guy, and Brian treated me like family, and that's how he was with everyone. Every single person that's been sad or that's, you know, made a video, there's people saying that they're clout chasing, and I, I really don't think that's true. I think Brian was such a genuine person to all of the people that he met that he made people feel like family, and people were that connected to him just because of how nice he was. And uh, it's a it's a pretty cool pretty cool thing to see. It's it man like oh man it just like I know I have like I mean Brian this is why I want you here tonight. And Andy, we're, we're homies, but man, like, Cusco's been a lot. He's been through a lot of my fucking obstacles, man. Like, Brian, you know it. I mean, you've seen throughout my whole career on this goddamn podcasting scene that I, I've i gone to you with a lot of my, like, like what do I do now type things, right? Um, but with Brian, bro, like, like he 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 always, like I said, my, my biggest thing, my biggest enemy was myself because the way, the way I respond, right? The way... Someone attacks me, MJ attacks back. That's fucking MJ, right? But then that's always ammunition for someone to say, well, you went too far, or you should have never said that, right? Brian Barczyk never gave anyone that ammunition, ever. He, he just was so good at say what you want about me. Go ahead and start a Facebook group page, even though I'm on suicidal fucking watch because of it. I don't give a fuck. I'm not going to, like, you know, like, it's just it just made me learn, like, how much – bigger soul searching i need to really do with myself because i feel like i'm so far from that bro like i'm very quick to react and i and i am very like i know that after i say something okay you shouldn't have said that but like it's only gonna get as long as i'm on the scene and i'm doing this it's only gonna get crazier and crazier so for sure like let's go no, i wasn't saying anything i was just nodding in agreement oh yeah i i agree i like so it used to bother him, right? Like that stuff. He made that the the one video that was kind of like I think his breaking point with all of the bullshit that people said and the the meanness that Facebook group that is now shut down. Thank God. Um, he he let it get to him to the point that he made that video, and then after that point, I think that's when he got that mentality that you were talking about, MJ. Just the the fuck it, I don't care. Say whatever you want to say. You're not gonna hurt me anymore. And I think that was like a true point of healing for him. Um, and it was it was nice to see. And what's crazy is like I'm telling you, man, like Barchek was ahead of his time. And his plans, like everything he saw Barchek roll out, he's been thinking. Of. 
And the crazy thing about Barczyk is he knew that what's the point of even talking to these fucking people when I'm about to do some of the biggest thing in the reptile world that no one's ever seen. And he'd rather focus on that versus focus on people who probably were so miserable. And that's the thing, man. At the end of the day, let's, let's think about someone who has all the time in the world to bash or shit on someone in comments. They must have a really, really bad, miserable life. You know what I mean? Like, there must be a lot going on. And, and, and I don't have time. So. What, is, what is happening right now? <laughs> is there, like, a party happening? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty loud, but it's all good. Listen, Andy, I appreciate you stopping by, all right? I appreciate you so much. I want to say, don't do drugs tonight. Say no to drugs. No, there's, there's not a party. I'm in Orlando with my whole entire family we're about to go on a cruise so right to my right is my whole entire family i asked them to be quiet sorry y'all <laughs> listen andy i really appreciate you i really do enjoy your time be safe and uh take care andy thank you all right thanks guys love you all peace all right, andy, love you bro i don't want to say anything but yeah, hey, uh, i got i got on that level I, I meant to ask you this again are, are you is your mic on or are you talking through your laptop no my mic better be on my mic has to be on Let's make it sure. Oh my god, you're right. Oh, I hate my why don't you tell me that? I, I thought about it in the beginning, but then you were going doing your thing and I it's it's like slipped out and the next why? thing I know Mark Mark's oh, on. No, why would you I, do that? Hey, anyway. At least I noticed like at some point I, it reminded me when I heard all that stuff in the background. I was like, what is that at MJ's or Andy's? Howard. No, that's well the noise wasn't me, was it? I mean, I don't even I don't no. even know. No, it was no, it was Andy Andy's background noise. And that's Sorry, why I, meant, I meant to I meant to it it popped in my brain towards the beginning but I like spaced it when you did your intro or something. It's not cuz it's not that bad going through the laptop. The mic sounds I mean, better I mean, obviously. You forgot about Canada, God bless. So I'm not I'm not even fucking hey, I was <laughs> obviously joking. I know what I know what what countries we border. All right, well, look, Can you guys hear me now? I guess I, I'm sure you guys could hear me the whole time, right? It just wasn't on this level now you can hear me right right yeah no I, you can hear you the whole time it was fine it's just not as clean as coming through the sm7b uh, before i bring the next guest in and this is a personal thing i'm going to say on this show you need to teach me um what what's the other one not stream because i hate stream I, I, really I got a lot of things i need to teach you still but it's only as much as you're willing to learn these things so well you tell me anyways we'll learn less okay let's listen move the next guest okay because this next person is also very important uh because not only does it involve Brian Barczyk and his memories of Barczyk, but also involves force fanning. All right. Another good, good combination of feeling good tonight. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, I bring uh, to you Stephen Cush, the good up, old Stephen Cush in the building. What's up, guys? Uh, how you doing, sir? I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. Just fresh from the gym? Relatively fresh from the gym. Yeah. <laughs> so still got the endorphins running a little bit um listen steven one thing i've always admired about you is like you know you're 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 not a typical human in the reptile world because how far back you and the reptile world go like you you're a different breed and ever since i met you i'm like how old is this guy really like you don't care yourself to be the age that you were but now you're old. you're grown up now you're now you're old i think steven was 16 when yeah. i met him but he was definitely <laughs> you know, you, was that was that right you were about 16 16. but but yeah, you were definitely yeah. mature I, remember, I think i even commented on you that, that i met you i was like you're 16 you're pretty mature for 16. <laughs> yeah I, I learned early on that if i wanted people to sell me snakes i had to act like i was older than i was so i had to learn quickly <laughs> and, and on, honestly if you if okay a lot of people taught me like calm down mj right but stephen kush did really well in the beginning out of at 17 years old or 18 to be like uh mj like he was he tried guiding me didn't work 
But I'm just saying, like, I was like, wow, this young I was like, this young kid's mentality is great. And I'm like fucking 12 years older than him. And I'm like, anyways, I, I'm, I'm, I always appreciate, um, well, so much about you being a reptile, you know, lover and uh, just keeper, but your history with everything, man, like you, you go back to some OG Tinley days. Okay. Yeah. Um, bar check. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't, I don't need to speak for you, but why don't you tell us what bar check was to you at what point in your life? And and how young and how far back you can even think of as far as that goes. Uh, I, mean, I, can, I can hear you, by the way. Yeah, you know, it'll forever be one of the most vivid memories of my entire life. You know, I was a kid like the rest of us who loved reptiles and just wanted to learn. But I, you know, I was that age in a really unique time where the internet, the internet was, you know, where all the information was starting to go, but kind of before the takeover of social media, um, and that perfectly coincides with the early days of snake bites. So, you know, the easiest and probably the best way other than, you know, like books and whatnot to get information, especially for an eight-year-old uh, was YouTube. And I kept seeing all these videos, snake bites TV, snake bites TV, before I understood the the play on words there. And I thought it was just going to be a bunch of videos, people getting bitten by snakes. And I, you know, I was afraid of that at the time. So eventually I was like, you know what, it's going to be part of this. This this is what I want to do. Let's take the dive and watch some of these videos. And uh, obviously come to find out it's not entirely what it was. Um, but the one video that always stuck with me was uh, it was an early video. And I, I'm almost certain the title was that snakes make me money. So I'm like, OK, let's see what this is all about. And the. Uh, the video opened in the old facility in front of the wall of baby racks in the, the Python room, a uh, scene that all of us can probably you know picture in our minds. And the opening line of the show was Brian saying something along the lines of like, hey, so people ask me all the time, how do I pay for all this? Well, I breed snakes for a living. And that was just like this light bulb moment in my head. I was like, you can fucking do that? Like, that's incredible. <laughs> so, you know, little eight, nine-year-old me saw that on YouTube and was like, all right, let's, that's, I, I found my thing. And, uh, you know, I, I branched out as all, all of us do to, you know, learn other information and, you know, do all the digging I could, but those videos were always kind of a standard for me. And, uh, you know, one, one thing that'll, that'll always be one of my fondest memories. And, you know, Brian, you were right there along with it was that, that trip down to Florida at the end of 2018. That was just, you know, that was a magical week. Uh, there, there was no other way to describe it. Um, and, you know, I remember all the different steps of how that came to be. You know, Forrest and I were hanging out in Indianapolis. I was just there for a weekend when I was still in school. And, uh, you know, by the end of it, it was like, all right, we should plan a trip to go down to Florida, hit a bunch of facilities, see a bunch of cool stuff. And, uh, you know, planning took a while and, and Forrest was forced and forgot about it for a week at a time. <laughs> And I had to keep bugging. I was like, I, I don't want to be this kid who's annoying, but goddamn, do I want to go on this trip? And uh, and I was at the gym one evening, and he texted me. He's like, Hey, you cool if, if Barcheck and Noah come along in the trip? I'm like, What do you think? <laughs> I'm like that'd be fucking incredible. And then you know, Miguel came along, Brian came along. The next thing you know, Stephen was in the back seat the whole time, <laughs> quiet, not not saying a word. <laughs> no, not saying a word for most of the, tri- the drive. It was it was painful, but it was definitely worth it to be back there. But uh, 
man, that, that week was just, it was just so special. And, you know, the thing that really kind of stuck out to me as far as, as far as Brian went was that, you know, he was, he was just the coolest, most down to earth guy when the cameras were off. And, and I mean, even when the cameras were on, but you know, you never really know with most people who have some sort of celebrity status, which honestly, in the history of our industry, you know, there, there's really two people that you can call mainstream celebrities. And it was Brian and Steve Irwin, you know, and from what I've heard about Steve, he wasn't too nice once the cameras were off. Um, Brian could have easily been that guy to people around him. And, and there was not one, you know, one inch of that in him. It was just, no, it's like the opposite. It was, yeah. it was, really, it was really the opposite. He was even more chill and more down to earth off the camera. And that's not to make a comment of how he was on the camera, you know, as much as it was awesome, you know, going to Gatorland, like you see in this picture, that just, that picture is just, it's perfect, you know, going to, uh, you know, Thai Park facility, Crutchfield facility, all the cool places we hit. I think to me, the most special times were hanging out at the hotel at the end of the night, all of us, you know, getting food together, just bullshit and laughing, talking about the industry, you know, hearing Brian's come up story, you know, completely raw and, you know, a version that he's only, you know, he's telling people who he's close to and, you know, learning from that, you know, learning from everyone there. I was, I was 18 years old. You know, if you told that eight year old me, this is what you're going to be doing in 10 years. Never would that thought have crossed my mind. Um, so, I mean, I mean, Steven, look where you're at. I mean, I, I know I'm just saying like, like, let's kind of look at where everything's at right now. Like, I mean, yeah, you're in a whole new chapter, but fuck, bro, like you, the productions, things that you stand on are all things that you really love. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and, and that's all because that's what Brian taught us. Like, do what you fucking love. Yeah. yeah and, and another, sorry, go ahead. You go ahead. No, 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 you got it. I'm sorry. What, one thing that, uh, and, and Brian, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, that really stood out to me was it was a video I believe you guys did in the Reptarium. It was, early i think maybe even before it was open it was early in the morning the light was shining in you remember this what i'm talking about uh you mean like a like an interview like, style yeah. thing yeah. yeah 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 and and how you know you guys were kind of talking about the the genesis of the reptarium and brian said something I'll, I'll paraphrase it um about how you know he got a comment from somebody on a video or a message or something that was like you know, you've been doing the same thing the same way for so long. You know, is there going to be something where you evolve in this? And I think, you know, he said he kind of took that to heart and kind of made him made him look at everything. And I, I thought that was interesting for a few reasons. But, um, you know, I think it speaks to kind of a greater topic about just kind of people in general, especially somebody in his standing at the time who he didn't need to listen to anybody especially some random comment or message like that person doesn't have to be significant to him, even him being the nice guy that he is. But what I found interesting was that he, despite all of his success and everything he's done, still had the kind of mindset where he was open to new ideas, open to evolving, you know, open to becoming a new person or starting new chapters of his life, not being afraid to think that he's doing something not a hundred percent to where he could be, you know, that's something that I, I really took to heart and I, I try to kind of embody because I think for all of us, it's really easy to get defensive when 
somebody points out an area where you could improve yourself or mm. the things you do. Yeah. And, you know, I, I definitely, as probably most of us do, have a knee-jerk reaction to be defensive. And in a lot of instances, when someone's making a comment like that to you, it's not constructive and it's, it's just them projecting their feelings towards you. Um, but with that said, if you have that ability to look and be introspective, you know, I think a lot of problems would be would be fixed that way. And and look for him, you know, he turned a, basically a wholesale reptile breeding business into what I think is one of the most you know innovative and cutting edge public animal facilities we've ever seen. Um, you know, and then to branch from there onto the uh, the aquarium, that's just taking that and and taking it to a whole new level. Um, but I, I think seeing that was also very inspirational and, and a pivotal moment for me when I was, I mean, I'm still very young, but I was even younger then to see somebody who I looked up to have such a, a really incredible mindset. Um, that, that really, that was another thing that really stuck with me. So, I mean, I, I could go on and on, but there was definitely a few moments that where, you know, his, he influenced my life, whether directly or indirectly that, you know, have probably shaped who I am today, how I carry myself. And all I'm going to say, Stephen, and you know, you know how big of a fan I've been with you since the gate, bro. And, and I know mainly because you've always stuck with me, first and foremost. I know it's probably there might have been some times where you could be like, all right, MJ, I'm going to go this way. <laughs> but, <laughs> Same with Costco, though, because you, you guys know my true intention. Like, I just, you know, a little rough around the edges, but I have a big heart and I and I and I want to evolve and learn. But I, I've always admired and appreciated like you being your age being someone where you're at in life, teaching me something, you know what I'm saying? Like you just, you've always been a good friend to go to, but you know, and I think it, it is just because a lot of our past connections, not only with Forrest, but even with Barcheck. Yeah. Um, I mean, I mean, it's just, and like I said, even with Cusco, I, it, I just, one of the things I cannot stop preaching about is other than the reptiles, the second best thing about what we do are the people. Um, mm -hmm. Because I mean, even if we had the best collection in the world and we didn't share with nobody, come on, how how far can that really go? Like, I get it, but you need yeah. people, bro. Like, and and you gotta be loving about it. Like, without the love part, what's the point? Like, what's really the point without really having the love involved of things? And that's what Barcheck was. It's all love. Like, it was just, uh, yeah. Oh man, I don't it know. Was, it it was special. You know, it was it was. It was a it was a special time, special impact from a special person, and you know that's it's not over. You know we're the the reptile community, but then you know on a on a much, on a much larger scale, uh, you know we'll, we'll feel the impact of who Brian was as a person for for a very long time, and that's you know that's something that I, I feel like all of us can look up to. And, you know, if, if you can have that impact on somebody, and that's something that I, I try to do, I, I, up to this point, I've had so much help and, you know, people who uh, have, have just taken me under their wing for no reason other than they were just being a nice person. Um, you know, all I feel like I can do is really pay it forward. You know, they, they had people who were, who were helping them when they were younger. And, you know, I'm, I, uh, and, you know, many of those people never, came to me for anything like hey i i did this for you you owe me you know and that, those are those are the kind of people you want people who you know are really have that pure true intention and and just they're they're giving information because 
their mentors did it to them. And all you can do is, is be that person for the next generation when, when that time comes. Well said, my Stephen Cush. Well said. Um, I want you to, uh, first and foremost, enjoy the rest of your night. But also, I want to just say thank you for coming through and just being a part of such a special uh, podcast. Like, I, I don't look forward to doing these, but it's, I know after it's all said and done, I'm going to feel really good after re listening. But thank you, Stephen. Yeah, no, I mean, it's an honor that you you asked me of all people to, to say a few words. And, uh, you know, as, as sad as all of this is, I think, uh, you know, there's, there's going to be a lot of pain for a lot of people and, and, and rightfully so, but you know, there's a whole lot to, to celebrate here too. And, and to be really, really happy about, and, you know, for all of us to know that his, his spirit and his, you know, his essence of who he was, it's not going away anytime soon. And, you know, it's on all of us to, to move that forward and just, you know, pay, pay our respects and, just be, be, be good people the way Brian was good to his people. Amen. Amen, my man. All right, Stephen. Have a good night. I appreciate you, buddy. I love you like a brother. And uh, yeah, give it up. Give it up for my boy, Stephen Kush, ladies and gentlemen. Have a good night, buddy. All right. Good night, guys. All right. All right. One last one. I, I had to throw one in because he threw Andy in, and I'm going to throw one in now. So I okay. didn't throw Andy in. He... <laughs> okay. <laughs> this guy right here, this guy right here, another Texan resident but honestly like we're we're talking about people who just are just pillars in the fucking community that they work in the community within the reptile community right we had ball bythons we had mark mandic right um and then we just had more of the youtube meat of the things which tyler came through and then we have like the young up-and-coming stars in this industry like stephen kush all right but you know what i have behind me is my passion and that's the chondros you know i love yeah. chondros right i know who's coming in as soon as you said texas and here he comes patrick Holmes, ladies and gentlemen, Flex in Texas, my guy. Hi, what do you have for us tonight, Patrick? I couldn't, I couldn't pass on you, but what do you have for us tonight, buddy? Um, first thing I have is to say hi, Brian. Hi, Patrick. <laughs> I love you, bro. You're, you're freaking awesome, dude. You, ah, Thank you. If, if only I had your, yeah. your just dedication to being so gosh, you're so you're so disciplined bro I, how can i want to be as disciplined as you someday hey careful if you squeeze that hard he's rock he we will cut back so be careful and you know you gotta be careful how you hug this guy i don't know that snake that snake room behind you is a lot neater than the one that's behind me so maybe that's where your discipline is going <laughs> fair enough <laughs> You know, you know, it's cold in Texas when not only am I wearing a shirt, I'm actually wearing a sweater. Wow. <laughs> Dang. Crazy, right? Um, I, uh, I sent you a, a message a little while ago, Brian, because I was, uh, well, you'll see anyways. Um, uh, but it's been too long, man. I need to, need to catch you at, uh, catch you in the RBC or something soon. Yes. I'm trying to find um, a message. <laughs> oh, a messenger. Uh, um, but uh, so when Mark was on earlier, he was talking about Brian um, and the big dinner and sitting at the head of the table and all that. And it, I was already kind of thinking about this night because I was sitting here listening to the show. And I, this, I'll make this pretty quick, um, but it, it's just something that came to mind. Um, first, I'll say that the the first time I met Barcheck was in like, fuck, I don't know, like 2006 or seven or something. And it was at one of the early NARBC Arlingtons. 
And my younger brother, Bobby, was a really big fan because he was um, into the big into the ball python morph thing, which was really like around that time, just really starting to, you know, been going crazy for, for just, you know, three or four years. Um, and uh, I, I was familiar with the, some of the YouTube stuff and he was like the first, you know, kind of reptile related or reptile breeder YouTube channel that I, that I ever saw. Um, but I remember going to NARBC and meeting him with my brother and my brother was showing him some pictures of a couple of our chondros and a few other animals. And Brian was like complimenting our collection and my brother, I mean, I thought it was badass, but my brother was like, fangirl and geeking out over brian saying that our snakes were cool and uh it was really awesome and uh and he i thought it was so cool that he he had this huge setup and so much stuff and it's a in, insanely busy show but when we started talking to him everything else went away it was just me and my brother and brian and he started pulling out snakes and we we're talking just showing us stuff and it was like nobody else was even there and uh, and i thought that was really cool so fast forward i don't even remember what year it is but anybody who's friends with me on facebook i have it's currently my um my banner photo is from this this night that i'm about to talk about and uh I got a call from Forrest who said that he was in town with Barchick. Maybe they were, maybe they were filming at bills or something like that. I, I can't really remember what they were doing. That's the one right there, man. And I guess this was the hotel maybe that they were staying at. Um, or maybe we were all just meeting up there. I don't remember, but Forrest was like, Hey man, see if you can get Ari to come meet up with us tonight so we can kind of just hang out and shoot the shit. Yeah. And, uh, and so I, um, and I, I believe they may have, and maybe it also had been at Mark's that night as well. So there's Mark Hager and Forrest Fanning, Brian Barczyk, Ari Flagel, all right there in the, in the picture with me. And, uh, Amber took that picture. Um, she was just kind of sitting off to the side, uh, <laughs> listening, listening to us talk about, about, about a bunch of shit that she didn't know anything about at the time. And, uh, Anyways, um, the way that Mark was talking about Brian earlier, about the head of the table thing and all that stuff, that night, Brian was say saying some of the exact same things about Tom Crutchfield. And um, I just thought it was super cool to like think how all of us, like, like there's like levels to it chronologically. Like, you know, Mark was looking up to Brian like that. Brian was looking up to Crutchfield in a similar way. He was talking about how when Crutchfield spoke, he like kind of everybody shut up and, and listened to him. And uh, Brian was on his channel, you know, he's super intense, kind of the Steve Irwin thing, right? Like in your face and he was loud and animated. And that's, you know, that was one of the things that made, made his video so popular is he would just let the passion that he had just fully express itself but in person um he was a, a, a lot more laid back um and he expressed his passion in a very different way in a very um concise and controlled way he was uh a very direct speaker in person and uh and 
like you say, very, very different demeanor, but still um, a super genuine dude and just a super, just a really kind and genuine person, man. And uh, that night, the, the brief story that I want to tell um, is that Ari and I had kind of a little sidebar going on. Ari pulls out his cell phone. He had just come back from a trip to Papua. And the Boland's Python thing is how I met Ari. It was actually right around the time that Steve Irwin passed in 2006, I want to say. Um, Rustin at the Dallas Zoo, I was asking him questions about Boland's Pythons. And he's like, man, if you want to know about Boland's, you need to talk to this guy. And he introduced me to Ari, gave me his number when Ari was still in Arizona. So anyways, um, just thought I'd throw back that little connection with the Bolins and, and Steve Irwin. Um, we're sitting there and everybody's talking and Ari pulls out his cell phone and he shows me this video and I'm watching the video on the phone that he used to make the video. And Ari, I'm getting emotional just thinking about it. Ari had his fucking hand in a burrow and he's filming baby Boland's pythons hatching out in the fucking wild in the mountains in Papua. And it was, I knew he had gone and I knew that's why he went, but I didn't know that he accomplished the goal that he had been trying to, he's been fucking trekking into the mountains in one of the most remote uncharted areas on the planet to specifically see this event. And this time he nailed it and he's showing me the video on his cell phone these baby Boland's pythons hatching and I'm literally just like I kind of am right now. I'm trying not to cry when I'm watching this video and I'm, and, um, and everybody else is talking, but then I think they like it, it got a little quiet and they, they like realized that we're like having this intense moment together, like huddle over his cell phone. And, uh, and Brian is like, man, you know what you got? And, he kind of turns his phone and everybody kind of huddles in and, uh, and Forrest has got, Forrest had that smirk. <laughs> I know both of you know exactly what I'm talking about. Forrest had a, a, like a signature smirk and he's looking at it and, uh, and we're just, just fucking blown away at what we're seeing. And, and Ari was so proud about it. And Brian at, at the end of this, this little video, Brian tells Ari, he goes, dude, you might as well just hang it up right now because you have peaked. <laughs> it's, it, it doesn't get any cooler than that, man. It just yeah. doesn't, it doesn't get any better. And it was a joke, but um, a compliment at the same time. And, uh, and it was funny and it kind of broke up like the intensity of the, the moment that we were having watching this insane fucking video. Um, but it was just really awesome. I will never, never forget that night. And obviously Forrest was there with us too. And, uh, you know, they're, they're, um, it's just like Tyler was talking about earlier, the older you get, you just, you know, a lot of people, you're going to know a lot of people that die. That's just, it's just death is part of life. It's just what it is. Um, and, uh, you know, you guys know about my, my past and unfortunately i started being around a lot of that at a lot younger of an age um than a lot of people do um and still lose people uh from that life and obviously our, our reptile friends any community that we're in we lose people 
Um, but it was, I love that I had that experience with both of those guys at the same time. And, uh, and it, it was just a really, really special night. And, um, Steven, um, well, I'm really glad you brought him on to talk about that. I love listening to Steven talk. He's such a fucking sharp dude and, and so mature for his age. He really nailed it when he said that, you know, they went and saw all these amazing places, Crutchfield's place and Ty Park's place and all these badass experiences. But he said the most important stuff to him was afterwards and just sitting in a hotel room or getting food together and talking. Right. And enjoying life is all about experience and doing awesome fucking things and doing things that you love. But it's also about who you do it with. And the things that make us human, literally what we like it, in our evolution, what makes us human is sharing food and sharing intimate uh, uh, situations. Sharing big experiences is wonderful, too. But it's some of the most important things that you can ever do is just to be present with the people that you love in small groups and eating and talking. And, uh, and so, um, I, I never got to go to the reptarium with Brian there. I really wanted to, um, and I will, you know, obviously I'll go visit that place at some point. Um, but I just will also always, uh, hold it in my heart, the small intimate experiences that I had with him just those two times, even in the big crowded in ARBC, we had a small intimate experience and then that little little get together that we had in some random hotel room in Richardson, Texas. Um, with just those few guys, uh, it, it, it was, it was beautiful. And I always love those, um, those little moments. So I'll always remember that about Brian. And, uh, anyways, thank you for letting me share that MJ. I know it's kind of last minute. I just texted MJ randomly and I was like, Hey man, I have a story. And, and, and Pat, I'm sorry, when Patrick says he has a story, he just has that kind of pull in my world. I'm like, you know what, Patrick? I'm going to easily fit you in because you're my boy. And uh, But honestly, Thank Patrick, you. like, just how you – okay. I Good storyteller, too. I will say the biggest thing I like about a lot of the friends that I bring on my show, I love hearing them talk. Like, I just – like, when they have something to say, I'm intrigued. And I spent my whole life not listening to people. So now that I'm, like, all excited to actually shut up and hear, even though I don't shut up a lot, but I, I'm <laughs> – I'm just, I love like like Steven. I've always loved hearing Steven talk. Brian Cusco from yeah. the get go. You, Patrick, another individual who like when you speak, man, it's like you kind of take the floor because there's something important that you have to say, you know. And um, I'm glad you came through too, man. And and uh, and like I said, you know, Patrick, you're another individual where I hope you understand the impact that you have on like not only within the Condro community because I know it's mainly Condro flowers you get, but dude, you have an outreach of a lot of people all around the reptile world that really fucking love you because you do know a lot. A lot of people don't understand how much you really know, but when it comes to people asking you questions, you help everyone, like everyone. So I admire that as well about you. And I know that didn't come overnight. Like you got where you're at in life because you, you, you had no easy life, buddy. And we, we all know, uh, go watch any Patrick Holmes episode in 2000 fucking 18, 19, and you'll hear his story. Um, but I appreciate you so much, just like anyone else I've had on the show and, and anyone else I love in this reptile industry. So I, I, I thank you, man. Thank you for being so awesome, Patrick. Thank you. Um, I, I, MJ, there's, I can say that I've watched you make a lot of changes over the last few years. 
but one of them that has been really impressive is watching you become a better listener. And I, I really, really mean that being lear learning to be a good listener. is fucking hard. Yeah. Um, especially when you're a good talker <laughs> and, uh, um, it's, it's really, really hard. And I, you have made really serious strides with becoming a good listener and taking in what people say. One of the hardest things is to not be constantly thinking about the next thing that you're going to say and actually being present and you've gotten really good at it. Um, I, I really appreciate that and appreciate getting to watch you, you grow while you're doing this stuff. Well, thanks for coming along for the ride, bro. But just the beginning, yeah. trust me, big things popping. Yeah. But hey, enjoy the rest of your night. Give Amber my love. Guys, give it up for my buddy, Patrick. Gentlemen. Hey. I love both of you guys. I miss you both, and I hope to see you both in person soon. Fast. Yes, you will, man. Love Have a good night, Patrick. Thank you. Man. Yeah, Patrick's awesome, dude. I remember the first night we met, actually. That Forrest was there. It was at, at a hotel situation, kind of like that. He was talking about it, very similar, just sitting around the table with a few people at the, at the hotel. And uh, very quickly, I don't remember why or how, but we very quickly went into stories because we have a similar past, he and I, uh, in some respects, as you do as well. And um, it was, yeah, I just, remember, I just remember how quickly we connected there. And it was like immediate brother brotherhood and love. So, that, yeah, yeah, Patrick's awesome, man. <clears throat> oh, you know, one of the things I haven't heard Brian people talk a lot about, Brian, and in, in the th things I've been listening to at least, is like how actually and you know this how, how funny he is oh my like, god he's so he quick he's like, closer, bro. super funny and always Weird. just ready to throw something in there like that thing patrick just said. i think he said that to me before too like oh yeah you, well, you better just hang it up now because obviously you've you've peaked but like like with one-liners and then just also like i mean he was just like would be right in there just hilarious like and it's all it was always just like one or two just a quick thing just like he just say something kind of with a little <laughs> smirk on his face <laughs> I, uh, and I, I learned that you want to know how I learned that from Brian is I remember one time I, I, you know, I didn't really, I try not to ask people like Brian for almost anything because he's already like, I, he's invited me to his place. Like what? I mean, I'm already like tapped out. Like you've done everything. Um, but I remember <laughs> I was like, Brian, I'm so close to hitting 10 K on Instagram. Like, can you help me out? He's like, yeah, sure. Get your phone out. Let's do it. Do a story. And I'm like, Hey guys, I'm with Brian Barczyk. And Brian Barczyk grabbed my phone. He's like, Hey guys, do me a favor. Go follow this boner right here. He's trying to get to 10 K. <laughs> and I was like, that was the first time I seen him joke with me and like kind of clown me. And I, and like, dude, you don't have real friends unless they're clowning you. I don't give a fuck what you say, but that's how, you know, you're in someone's good, 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 uh, good world is if you know, they're, they're messing with you. You know Yeah, what I, mean? I agree. I have and, to agree. And, 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 and I also just noticed too, like Brian, like he kept it PG, man. Like he kept it so cordial, right? But if you were to ask him any question, he will tell you. Like I would think, I remember, I remember there were certain times on certain episodes where I'm like, I'm so scared to ask Brian this question because I either don't want to offend him or I don't want him to be like, well, what do you mean by that? But anytime I had a question like that, he'd tell me, ask me anything. You would fucking tell me, ask me, dude, ask me whatever you like. And I'm like, you know what I mean? Ephenius, uh, Ephenius, F. Had a good point, like Brian on the podcast, on the the checking in podcast. There's a lot more like off camera. Brian went, person, on, yeah. went on camera on that podcast. I would say, yeah, yeah, you know, because you know, originally he remember he started checking in as like a non. This isn't all about reptiles. Like this right. is just like we're gonna just chill and have a good time. You know what I mean? Um, and you know, you saw Lori hanging out. They were just you know kicking it. You know, and and uh, that was a good that was a good side. But but like you, it it. <sighs> It's all different when you meet him in person, man. And when you have dinner with him and, and travel, I mean, shit, you traveled with the guy. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm I realizing now as people are sharing their stories, like how, tr 
how truly blessed I was to spend as much time as I did with the with the guy, man. Like we we had to spend some pretty can, good amount of time. Can I tell of... you my favorite one of us? Can I? Can yeah, I share yeah, please. Ready? And I'm sure you remember this because I couldn't. This is when I knew Cusco is a fucking. He's superhuman, and and I'm gonna tell you what this was, okay? Because man, so many and like I said, there are so many moments where I'm like, I cannot believe I'm hanging out with Brian Barcheck. Like I'm out at the Reptarium. I'm like, and then I'm like, holy God, we're getting invited to his house, okay? Then we go to his home, and then we're like, he has an asana. Uh, and then he has a cold plunge. He has an ice bath, right? And he's like, who wants to do it? I'm like, I was like, I'm not going to say no to this, even though I don't know what the fuck I'm about to get into. I've, first time I've ever done an ice bath, right? But do you remember it was just all three of us sitting in, in the asana, quiet, and Brian was just talking. like, and, and I'm trying to think really hard in specifics as far as what the conversation was at that time, but I, I'll never forget just being there thinking to myself, I cannot believe I'm sitting in a fucking asana right now with, and Brian, come on, bro. You know how, you know what you are to me, man. Like I've, t I've told so many people the inspiration you've given me on YouTube from the very first moment I've ever came across your YouTube. And, and I still think your YouTube is like million subscriber worthy. I, I it's, you don't see you, you don't see content anywhere else like you do on your channel. And I've always felt that way. So to have you there and then have Brian Barcheck just us three, okay? It was so surreal, bro. And, and and you know, a lot of people ask me, MJ, like, you're how are you so fired up all the time? That is how I'm fucking fired up all the time. Stuff like that lives with me forever. Um, and and now that it's something where I'm like, man, it's sad that I can't, like, can never do that again. There'll be times you can, you can. I mean, I'm just saying that, like that moment, you know, like that. There was a reason why that moment was so fucking inspiring to me, to where I didn't even have much to say. I just heard him talk, and then remember, you were the first one to go to the ice bath, and then it was just him and I. You know what I mean? And then it even got more surreal because it's just him and I in there now, you know. And the whole time he's prepping me for the ice bath, and it. Fuck, I'm like, we're like betting, like how long you think Cusco's gonna do? And he's like, oh, he was like. Oh, He'll probably do two minutes, two and a half minutes, like tops. Like he's he won't do four or I forgot what it was. What was your what was that? What was that you said your goal was? I can't remember. It was like four minutes, 420. You said 420. And I was like, he's not, there's no way he's gonna do 420. And you did 420. <laughs> you know, since then I've done like 12 minutes. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, dude. But when you don't <laughs> no, but know, it was because yeah, I I yeah, there was when you don't know, you don't know. And I had no fucking clue. I've never felt daggers, little tiny spikes going into my body and not knowing how to breathe. Like this is before I met Socrates and like knew what to expect. And even when you know what to expect, bro, it is different. Yeah. Well, that was my that was my first time in one also that 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 night. And I, I just heard what what Lori's was. I knew I wanted to beat Lori's. That was that was my was that was what it was more about. Then 420 is a fun number too, but I was like, what, what has Lori done? She's like, this one. I was okay. If I can beat Lori, then maybe I'll like not feel as intimidated around her all the time. <laughs> you know, only you would want to compete with Lori. <laughs> um, no, man. But like, ah, man. And then, and then, and then, mind you, that was like, that was the first closest moment with Barchek was that, that night. Um, but, but then after that, me and Matthew Summers, we made it a point. Anytime we're at Tinley, we're going straight to Barcheck's. And that's what we did. We did that for almost three years straight. And, it just, it was never, it never, it was, oh man, like, come on, dude. I love feeling like a kid. I'm not going to lie. You know what I mean? It's probably easy to tell, right? But I love feeling like a fucking child. And one of my things in life that I enjoyed was like either going to Disneyland or a WWF event or Supercross event or whatever. That was my childhood. Like, oh my God. And 
that oh my god for, as an adult was going to go see brian like bar check like i i can I remember, I remember being just so wiped out after tinley and you know how come on bro like i was when i was drinking like fucking pounding you know what i'm saying tinley if you're trying to go there at tinley you're gonna it, it's heavy it's there's some motherfuckers that just don't sleep um but i would go straight i used there. to be one of them <laughs> i know me too and, then, and no thank you anymore man but holy shit like it was like i had that energy i mean like dude and i would wake up i'll never forget the first time matthew summers tinley event he went to a strip club he ended up ended up in bob boo's fucking little weird van the black van and was like you know lost his keys it was a whole mess but man i remember shaking him up at 9 a.m we were all hung over i'm like we got to get the fuck the bar checks and we did it man and it was just always a hit like showing up the bar checks was always the best fucking feeling ever man like it was the best and it still will be it is because it's 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 like it's like noah said you walk into there you feel bar check right right away you're like is he here and, and I don't, have you ever walked in to the reptarium and bar check wasn't there but it felt like he was there have you experienced that i mean you've had the keys he's given you the whole place before yeah, yeah, yeah how are you not thinking about him while you're in there like you are like it's like everything is bar check and obviously the reptarium the reptarium family and team but his spirit is so heavily active in that place. It's ridiculous. And, and you will feel good. I know you. anyone out there walking to the Reptarium, you're going to feel Barchuk for sure. So, again, I don't know. Definitely didn't expect this. Um, I didn't expect, yeah, I don't know. I will tell you right now, man, one of the biggest surreal things I saw was when Barchuk got off a of fucking chemo and he started growing his hair back. Like a sense of me, I got hope. Like I was like, well, like he looks good like you know because you you know you go from chemo and chemo oh man i don't think i've ever been that close to someone who's done chemo what a fucking oh man it's cancer's terrible bro like cancer is so fucking bad like it is a it is terrible and i don't wish that on nobody you know and and to think like someone like barcheck if we knew someone like that's gonna leave our life like why why can't he just go more peacefully you know like to think that he went out with 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 the one of the worst cancers that anyone could possibly get. I, I want to give you um I want to give you something. I want to look at the the positive side of of if there is one of cancer. And somebody told me this one time, and I didn't really think about it either till till this this person told me this was if you had to choose for anyone that you know anyone that you love, like okay, this they're going to die. They're going to die, and you have two choices. They're going to get cancer and it's going to take this much amount of time, but they're going to die after this certain amount of time. Or they're going to get hit by a car on their way home before you see them. Which one are you going to pick? I mean, I'm just, I'm just trying to, I, I know it's, I know it's not a good thing, but there, there is, there is that positive side to it. The amount of time, the amount of like, of, of preparation before leaving this world that was there listen i'm just trying to people are probably gonna like look at this back like, how could you possibly say something good about cancer just shut up for a second and think about like the options like not getting not getting to say goodbye to somebody or having an amount of time to process with them before they're going to be leaving here and you know it and you know that at some point that it's not going to be only a matter of time before they go and you're going to be able to like like they were saying on the video today in the vlog like having that those two weeks of him at home and just being able to sit around and tell stories for two whole weeks and just like didn't knowing he was on his way out and being able to like process all of that with him in reality you know what i'm saying 
I love, I mean, one of the biggest things I loved about having Tyler be a part of this is like, he, he felt exactly how I cried to Lily and told her how I, what I would do. Like if I found out that I only had so much time left, dude, maybe another podcast or so, but I'm fucking gone. Like all this commitment that I've been doing this whole time, like, and I'm sorry, that's selfish, but that's my dream. Personally, that's my dream is to take my wife and my kid and live every day that I could just, just be with them. And, and, and but the way Brian did it was so for us, like it was nuts. It, it, it's, 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 and for him too. That was the great thing about Brian. Like all the things he did that that he wanted to do, ended up being for other people. Yeah. And I don't know. And, and like you know what, death. Like this whole thing of what we're talking about is a very touchy subject, bro. Like a lot of these, a lot of people. Who, who like either this is their first experience or let's just say people who've had a lot of experiences, they have their ways of dealing with it. Some people don't even like to talk about it. Yeah, sure. You know? I mean, there's one one of the comment right now, which, uh, which I get, you know, that there's obviously people are going to disagree, which is totally fine. They'd rather like not get to say goodbye, not have to watch them suffer and like slowly leave. Yeah. Like I get that too. That totally, I could see that side of things. Um, I've had, I've had both, you know, with people that I really love and care about, you know, being taken in the blink of an eye and, having slowly and and it's going to be different from person to person whichever side you're on you know whether you're the person that's losing somebody or the person that's leaving the world some people would probably prefer to just be like just just take me out i don't want to know that i'm going and some people would probably want to have that time to be able to to process with their loved ones and make sure everybody's okay before they leave you know so that's it's definitely a subject where you're not going to have everybody agree on which is true of just about any subject you bring up among people that's just that's just the way it is there's there's always gonna be different feelings about anything so i would say though the biggest like i keep getting these life lessons of like listen like you got to figure out a way to not let certain people get to you you know because you see you see i mean how many obvious things do you see where you're like somebody should do something about this but then again here we are talking about someone miserable as shit talking in a comment thread right like what can you do about that there's really not much you can do. And here's the thing. Worst scenarios of that will happen in your fucking life. You can't control anybody you else. You can't control anybody else. You know what I'm saying? And and and, and like, I'm just saying there's there were so many things that Brian had down that I wish I had down. But then also like there was, it was reverse on that too. Like, I think we, like I said, we all have our strengths and we all have our weaknesses. And there was this, there's just so many strengths of Brian that I want. You know what I'm saying? Um, but then there's also like, some of the stuff I wish he had, which was kind of fucking, you know, have more of a backbone, which he did in a way. Like he did things to keep the brand what it is. Like you just can't say anything bad about Brian Barczyk. All right. I mean, say well, whatever. You, you, you can, but I mean, clearly you as can't because they, made, they, they made a whole group. Yeah, they made a whole Facebook group of people like wanting to do that. So you can. And people, that's the whole thing you're talking about. You can't control other people. And it's, that's a very famous uh, saying, you know, I, I'll, I'll misquote it, but, you know, God give me the the strength to change the things I need to um, and then the wisdom to accept the things I can't. It's not, something along those lines. But, um, yeah, you, you got to you can't let other people but you can you can't other other people's thoughts and feelings and their opinions can affect you. And, and it can be up to you to either just block it so you're not even looking at it at all. Or you can look at it for what it is, which is somebody else's opinion. Or you can, and and, and be strong enough to like figure out which ones are going to be helping you grow as a person, and which ones are just like have no 
no help at all. And they're just trying to cut you down and how to push that aside. And then know that everybody's different. Like everybody wants you to, people are always trying to influence other people all the time, even if they're meaning to or not, there's, there's influence happening. The way somebody is doing something, somebody else watches them like, Oh, I love the way they did that. Or somebody else watches them and says, Oh, I hate the way they did that. I'm not going to do it like that. And there's, so there's influence happening all the time everywhere. And you either use it for positive or use it for good, or you use it for evil. And that's, that's the choice, but you can't make somebody else's path for them. And if you could die trying, you could, waste all your energy waste in my opinion all your energy trying to get somebody to do something that they don't want to do and i do that sometimes too you know because i want better for others is usually my motivation um but at the same time i have to accept when somebody's going to have to do it on their own and that's that's ultimately what what it is Some, somebody's going to have to be the way they're going to be on their own and they're going to have to want it because if they don't want to Ultimately, they're not going to. That's this goes to addiction. It goes to all kinds of different things. Unless the the person in question wants to do the things, then they're not going to. They might go down the path for a moment, but unless they truly, in their heart, have a heart change and want to go that path, they're not going to. They'll go back to the path that their heart really wants to drive them down every time. I just know that there are paths out there that people want to take to better their lives, but it's just it's a lot harder for certain people bro sure sure i mean i the one of the reasons that i like you a lot love you is is because i see i've seen your heart on many occasions and i and where your heart truly is and otherwise i wouldn't have you in my life you know you know what i'm saying like there's 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 definitely some like as you said there's some rough stuff about you some rough stuff around the edges where people would be like oh i don't, I don't have time for that guy but i've seen your heart you know, you've shown me your heart, um, which I think you've done with a lot of people. Actually, you've you've been very public about showing your heart, which is a beautiful thing, and um, that's that's why I still, you know, when you, whenever you invite me to something, unless I'm dying sick <laughs> or I just you know so sick that I can't get out of bed, then I'll I'll come and I'll I'll be you know if you invite me I'll, I'll come because um. But isn't it crazy how I mean not that I like wouldn't have invited you, but it's kind of like. It's weird how it worked out, huh? like how like you were really dog sick and then yet it kind of saved. I mean, because it just it just made this even more special that we didn't get to talk until this point. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's yeah, um, true. Well, everything, hap everything happens for a reason. And and um, I, I just love that you want to become a better person constantly. That's that's beautiful. I I would love to see everyone strive for that, you know, and I think I hope that most people in life will get to a point where it's like that. But it. You also do see a lot of folks where they seem to be pretty happy sitting in their stinky diaper. Um, well, which... it's because I mean those people don't feel like they have a way out. Like there's a lot of people who mentality have no motivation to get out of their situation in life, right? And then maybe they do, or they next thing you know, twenty years goes by and they're in the same fucking situation. Like they never, they never chose to switch things up. And I know, and I don't know, Brian. Like I, you've always been like. I know you've also came a long way in your life, but for me, I always felt like everything's been perfect for you. You know, even though I, <laughs> even though I know that's not it, but I know from what it seems, I just like, man, I wish I had a family like Brian Cusco and I do, it's a beautiful family, but I know it's not easy. Like I know it's not fucking easy. You know what I'm saying? Um, I don't know where I was going to go out with that. I don't know. Well, what were we talking about? This happens every episode. I'm <laughs> it's, it's fun. Uh, we were just kind of talking about growth. It was, it was getting pretty deep, getting pretty deep. They were talking about like growth and, and influence and, and, 
wanting to do do right but also like how do you deal with with people that are trying to influence you in in bad ways and navigating all of that especially when you're putting everything out on the internet like like brian um did his whole you know career um then like how do you navigate all this stuff how did brian navigate it how could he even navigate it better how how can we navigate it better learn from his example and and do our thing our own way while being inspired by him at the same time that that's kind of where we're at i think and i mean just just his the thing that every most people have shared is like how caring and kind and often selfless brian was was, was pretty much every time he was around people you hear these are stories i hear from people i haven't heard a story i'm not saying it doesn't exist because none of us are perfect but the all of the stories are like how brian made people feel special and how made them feel like they were worth something and worth time and 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 just was willing to give that and he made me feel like that all the time too and that's why i think even if you only had that one time you met him for just a brief moment or like patrick saying you know that the two times that they hung out, like how it, it impacted him and and like the because he was just that guy and and he he still is that guy i i i find myself going back and forth between talking about him in the past tense and the present tense because he is that guy he might not be here on earth and this is something noah was talking about in this morning's vlog that i thought was absolutely beautiful and very true brian is not physically here on this earth today but brian is still here does that make sense yeah 100 percent um, i mean this is i mean I, I, this is very familiar to forest i'm telling you right now bro like before i got as close as i did to brian i had forest like forest was my bar check before i even got to bar check and then all of a sudden i had this guy that i started a podcast with we, we spoke ideas every night on the phone i had no idea he had his struggles or whatever was going on i just knew that we talked every fucking day on the phone and then boom he's gone you know what i'm saying and i felt that and dude that's why i went ape shit with the podcast because i'm like i had i started this with him i'm gonna fucking finish it and i'm gonna go hard as fuck and he put that fire within me but i always felt his presence especially when i had people like patrick and marshall mendez on like you don't think i specifically went after people that Forrest like told me to go after when he was alive you know and that we didn't bring on and i felt every time those people said yes to come to my show like i almost wanted to cry because i'm like yes like this is something Forrest is gonna be like Fuck yeah, you did that one. I want I wanted to hear that one. You know what I'm saying? And and so it's like this all over again, you know? Um, and, and but to a whole other level, buddy, because I'm not gonna get into details, but fuck do I have plans for this shit. And now that mm, girl, I'm so pumped up, it's crazy. Like I just have something in me right now that is just so lit, just the same way that Forrest did. Okay. Um, and it's kind of like it's 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 a blessing, but it's also just like it's a shame. It is a fucking shame because it's too soon. He wasn't done, bro. Barcheck was not done. He was just getting started. And to think everything that Barcheck done, one of the most heartbreaking things that Barcheck texted me was like, I was just getting started too. Like I, like I was just fucking getting started. And for me, if I would have been in that point of his career passing away, I would think, man, I did everything. I did for him. In his eyes, he's like, nah, man, like this isn't, this isn't shit. So just to think of that, like the yeah, odds is wild. Think think about how much more Brian has done with his life than the majority of people, if we're being honest, and yet feels like he's just getting started. That's incredible. That's incredible. 
so you know what we are in this sense we're all getting just started now at this point you know what i mean um sorry my camera keeps on focusing but ooh, ooh, this is something that i wanted like th this this idea of how much time do we have what are we going to do with it man i would love if and i i'm speaking to myself here too i would love if everyone would take that example and just be and not forget you know it, it's a moment to moment thing it's so easy to forget just be grateful that we have this time and reflect that gratefulness in our actions and deeds in this world towards each other constantly, which is exactly what Brian would want us to do. That, that right there. It literally took something as terrible as cancer to get this man to stop doing what he was doing. Like it took that much. You know what I'm saying? Like he just, he just wouldn't stop because when you have that in you, like, like I, 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 I have an idea because I have nights where I just wake up at four, five in the morning and I can't go back to sleep. And I know that either this needs to be done, but I have so much to look the purpose. He had so much purpose to get his ass out of fucking bed and just go to work. And, and, and bro, I know people, if they think about people who have millions of dollars, who still don't have a purpose, like, like. Like money, I get it, could bring a lot of things in life, but depending how that comes to you, do you really have a passion in life? Or do you really have a fucking purpose? Why do you think a lot of rich people commit suicide sometimes? Because they don't, what the fuck are they living for? Like this, this is a bigger gift than money. If you have a person, if you have a purpose in life, that's better than all the money in the world. I'm not gonna lie to you. 100 percent You gotta keep that purpose, man. Like you gotta find out what that purpose is. And I know you and I have it, and I'm so blessed and happy we have a purpose. Holy shit, man. God, I don't know what I would do without my purpose. Probably not a lot. What can you do? At least nothing worth doing. No. And I and I said on the vlog that I did for Brian today that I don't know where I would be without this reptile world because it I didn't I, where I was headed, there was not much of a purpose. I couldn't just couldn't even sustain a living life. I was a fucking mess man and and reptile world too but this is this is where brian is definitely out like outside he, obviously reptiles is his world absolutely how much influence he has outside of that world is crazy like you were saying like you have family members and stuff that are you like my uncle called me the other night like crying he doesn't have anything to do with the reptile world never watched brian's videos he just like caught it on you know abc7 like newsfeed or something and knew that i when he saw him he's like oh brian no, brian's that's brian's friend um it's like how much influence and then then this um kid i call him a kid he owns his coffee shop but he's he's a kid in my eyes playing uh drums at the at uh youth group with us the other night he he was like oh i'm, I'm sorry about brian he he like has a story of, of like he said brian got him through COVID. this kid quote hates snakes and he said brian got him through COVID." like with his videos so how incredible is that yeah and i could keep we could keep going on like dude there's somebody at a gym that only knows us because we i was in the gym industry for a few years and lily was too and we know this guy from like 2016 like years ago right and he came up to me at the gym and he put his hand on my shoulder he's like i want to let you know something because of you and your wife i guess one time my wife found out that his daughter likes snakes and we went to the reptarium and she had a bunch of reptarium stickers. She had like a salt and pepper sticker and she was like, Oh, I'm going to give this kiss some of these to, to his daughters. And she, she likes snakes. And because of that, 
his young daughter started watching uh, Brian Barczyk. And then when when his, his beautiful, innocent little daughter found out about Barczyk, she woke up Monday morning of this is last week and asked her dad if they could pray for him, um, not even knowing what the current situation was. And so he just wanted to let me know that like the, the day they found out was the morning they prayed for him. You know what I mean? And and for whatever reason, I was very and I know the reason why that was touching to him. But you could just see this gloss in his eye like that, like his daughter, his little daughter to have something so pure like this in her heart. It has to make a dad feel good. You know what I'm saying? Like if my if my kid said that to me at that age, like I'm, let's pray for this person, I, man, I'd pat myself on the back for sure, and my wife. <laughs> but like that right there, man. Like oh my god, man. That it just it just it's just a lot. It's just kids are everything, bro. I don't know. I love the kids. I, I I'm and and that's our future, bro. It's our future. Oh, yeah. and, he, and he was so tapped into our future. He was so tapped into the kids and. And like Stephen Cush, eight years old Stephen Cush watching Bar Trek. <laughs> Fuck, bro. Speaking, what of, speaking of kids, I'm I'm sure a lot of people already saw this, but I um I just wanted to read this. I when I was thinking about it that I was coming on here tonight, I, I screenshotted this so I could just read this. Is Noah Noah wrote this. Said, Rest easy, Dad. I love you, and I know everyone that knew you and watched you does too. Build that mansion in heaven for us like you promised talk with jesus play catch with zeus and make him and already take him and already on a walk for me i promise i'll take my time here on earth but i can't wait to hug you again i know we all wish we could one more time it's never easy saying goodbye so i'll just say good night i love you so much i wish this wasn't reality you told me to promise i'll be okay and i am but it doesn't mean this is easy until we meet again. Remember to be kind to someone. And I promise I'll see you in the next one. Oh man. That just gives me chills. Beautiful. Absolutely man, beautiful. Chills, man. You want to talk about how, how proud he probably was of his son. You know what I mean? And obviously his daughter, Jade and, and you know, her being a mother of two, you know what I mean? Like, like, you know, God damn it, man. What a beautiful guy. What a what a beautiful family all around. But I know, you know, Cusco, as much as as much as Barcheck is to me, you being here is just as much as everything. Like everything is everything because you're here too, buddy. And I want you to know that. Um, and, and and like like I said, you instilled an inspiration to me that led to now we're hanging out to someone who inspired you, right? And the ladder just kept going up. You know what I'm saying? And and I I've been coattailing you and 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 Miguel and all these other amazing people in this industry that just led me to such a good place in my life. And it's all because of the people I know. Like I, I would not be anything where I am right now without you, Mark Bailey, uh, Miguel, uh, Brian Barcheck, Lori Barcheck. And I could keep going on, but I'll I hope you guys understand this. It's it is about having an awesome reptile collection that you love, but it's also having people you love around you. You cannot do this without people. I don't give a, I don't care how much money you have. I don't care how much invested the, the next level project you have. You're not doing this alone. You're not. Yeah. I, I was realizing that more and more. I'm, I'm grateful you had, um, you know, the, the different guests that came on tonight because it kind of made me realize it was like, you could keep, you could keep bringing on guests after guest yeah after guest and because of what what brian barcheck has instilled <sighs> we 
I'm blessed to know these guests and like these people that are so wonderfully different and beautiful in all their own ways. And it all stems back from <laughs> finding those first snake bites TV videos when I moved back from Hawaii and was combined my love for snakes with the internet. <laughs> I was like, oh, look at this guy. And it all blossomed out from there to where now you can just sleep on like anybody's couch in any state and probably most of the countries around the world now because of reptiles and Brian Barshek. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, that's incredible. I will say, unfortunately, only some, I mean, if you have to be approachable and like good hygiene, because if <laughs> it, I'm just saying, bro, like there's some people out there. I'm like, you're not staying at my house. I'm just, <laughs> you know what I mean? But that wasn't you. And I will say one of the biggest things that Mark Mandic said that, that hit on the fucking nail, bro, is like, dude, meeting you is like, it is like meeting a bar check, you know? Cause if, if it's somebody who's watched your content, to the point where they're like man i feel like i know you like you know how many people brian have said i feel like i know you like i feel like i know you so well because i listen to you so much and you're like oh great this is awesome and your wife is like we hear you all the time and you're like oh this is great but it's like when you meet that person that you feel like you know so well like it just kind of hits home but that person could be a dick in person that person could be something else and dude you're you're that guy like i call you you're the industry hippie like you're you're the most lovable fucking person ever all right but andy gabs don't wrestle this guy because you'll go down buddy <laughs> <laughs> that that was a fun that was a fun night oh I, my god i appreciated that <laughs> uh, this was a good night i appreciate you um we had just shy of 400 people tapped in tonight all right which i wow. all, obviously all for brian barchuk and uh, yeah thank you so much for everyone but what do you have to say um to anyone out there who just really enjoyed everything that this episode presented as far as for the tribute to brian oh i'm sorry was that a question to me i thought you were asking the chat why would i ask the chat what do i have to say to what do i have to say are you trolling me right now brian <laughs> are you like doing a dave kaufman like what's going on right now like i feel like you're fucking with me what's going on i, I to be 100 honest and not making up stuff just to make my, myself laugh um I, I i was getting lost in like the, the still i was still kind of lost in the amazingness of like just all all of it all all of the this this past 10 years um just kind of like reeling through it real quickly in in my mind and i, I spaced out for a second while i was doing that I'm, okay. i won't lie um but wow dude just I mean, I already said, I already said what it was I was, I would want to say, you know, when I, when I said just to do good by Brian, if, if Brian is somebody who inspired you and you want to, you want to continue his legacy and vibe and carry on what it is he started here. He, he said it, right. He said, just, just be good to people. Yeah. And you have that time. Be, be grateful you're here on earth and you have influence no matter who you think you are or what you think you do or what how small you might think your influence is as a person on this earth you have influence use it for good and lead by example man and you know it's you know one thing that brian he always said this but it really obviously hits home as it's one of his last words to all of us and and all that matters is to be kind to people because let's just say, let's just say you have a reason not to be kind. Like, like I was saying, like I get attacked, I attack back. Right. 
I'm going to be 100% honest with you, Cusco. Anytime I responded the way I typically would respond or me quick reaction and say something very mean, I feel like a piece of shit afterwards. I may feel like I got my point across and let's say I won the battle, but really as a human, I devalue myself. Like it, it, it doesn't make me feel like, like the hero I want to be in my fucking movie. You know what I'm saying? Barshek was a real hero. Like he was, he was a real hero. Say what you want to the guy. He's going to be kind to you. And, and I pray, I pray, and maybe you could pray for me, Brian, but I pray I could get a little bit of that in me. Like where, where, okay, MJ, they went after your wife or they went after whatever. Like they, they, they said so much where you should fucking lose it, but don't give them that. You know what I'm saying? You know, you know, I've been praying for you. I've, there's actually, I'll, I'll, I, I haven't necessarily told you this, but there's actually groups of people that are praying for you, bro. Um, and yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, with all the stuff, the stuff you were saying right there, like to an extent, you know, don't, you need to defend yourself when it comes physically. If somebody comes physically attacking your wife, like it's time to shut that down. But you're right. Like, people say people will say things and you, and it's easy to let it affect you but oh man i just they tell us to turn the other we're told to turn the other cheek <laughs> in those situations so i know and, and i don't uh, i just i mean i i just wish i didn't struggle so much with certain things you know well, you, and I know you, I've been trying. I know I've been working hard at things, and and I just feel like it's not getting better. Like I, I'm not gonna lie. Like I feel like it's not like, like I'm still too vulnerable, you know. And 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 I don't know. It's just to hear that people are praying for me. Is, I don't. It's crazy. You can, call, you can call me anytime, bro. Listen, you know that. <laughs> that there's no like, I, I you know call me call me anytime. If if my phone's next to me, like I'm gonna answer it. You know, if I'm if I'm not running or in the middle of you know when I'm having dinner with the family, I put put my phone away. But you can call me anytime, dude. Like any yeah. anytime. And that goes for really anybody out there. You know, I, I put my number out there. Like that's not in vain. It's to like if somebody really needs somebody to talk to, like just just call. Text message is fine too. But if you really earn a moment, like have text text messages are rough. There, I've I've got. 744 unread ones but if you call me and you're not a telemarketer i'm gonna i'm gonna answer <laughs> but that that especially goes for you bro i mean you're you're some sometimes i and i apologize to anybody that did call me and i didn't answer because if i didn't have the number my phone chances where I, I just assume i'm getting potential spam or whatever there's so many calls where you just answer it and it's like nothing or answer it and they're like mama mama but your name's on my phone dude call me anytime man you have you having a struggle just call me up dude talk about it and and work through it and yes there are pe there are people praying for you bro it's um it's a thing <laughs> I, I watched it happen <laughs> i figured i'd tell you now yeah i well, prayed with you i prayed with you outside the yeah, show time i, I, I know have, but but i just want you to know that there are actually groups of people praying for you so it just it felt good to hear that you know because you know i i i only sometimes feel all i have is my wife and, I, and and i feel like that's all i really need but at the end of the day like you guys are my world like this as much as barcheck loves the community i love the community too like even though there's times where it's like whoa what's he saying dude you, this is my home like i love this place um and, and that's why i have no choice but to want to become a better person because 
I, I want to be that person people look at and say, fuck, if he could do it, I could do it. You know what I mean? Um, but it, like, it feels good to wake up knowing that I'm going to be better today. Like, you know, that's another thing that gets me out of bed is I'm finding ways to improve every fucking day. And that's just either that's going to the gym or whatever it is. Like, it's just, it feels good to just wanting to find out how to get better. You know what I mean? And not getting offended from someone who could teach you how to get better. That's why I love jujitsu, bro. That's the most humbling thing I've ever went through in my entire life. Like, like reptile world taught me maturity, but then jujitsu, whole nother level of maturity, bro. Like, oh my god, you know. And and, and it's just um, very humbling to be whew. smashed down on the mat. <laughs> I mean, you have somebody who could literally take your life, and, and 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 panicking is the last thing you can do. But how do you not panic? It's it's just hard. It's a lot harder. It's hard. It's just. But then again, it's life, right? Like here we are. We're we're talking about like plates being so stacked well, what are we gonna do throw the plate and panic no we we got to take deep breaths we got to calm down and find out how to balance this shit bro you know what i mean and and, and one of the things that one of my weaknesses in jiu-jitsu was my breathing i didn't i wouldn't breathe motherfuckers would be like yo you need to breathe you're gonna pass out because i'm like really i'm freaking out but really like breathing and just like and i think i think a lot of people out there who are like panicking and having a hard time they just need to breathe like you need to breathe and like the whole count to 10 thing that's a real thing just so you know like maybe it's more to 100 but counting and just calming the breath down that's a real deal practice why do you yeah. think there's breath, why do you think there's breath coaches out there people cut do people think my boy socrates is weird because he's a legit breath coach and i've been through one of his fucking trials and it's intense but breathing is everything a lot of people don't understand how important breathing is and the way you breathe it's fucking insane so anyways i don't want to go on that rant but no, yeah, breathing is very important. I mean, that's like the as far as living on Earth <laughs> right now, that's the the most important thing. You know, you need to eat. You can probably go about forty days or so without that. You need water. You can probably go about three days or so without that. Breathing, you got about three minutes probably if you're an elite breather. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's important. That's maybe that's without even thinking about. It. That's maybe uh, one of those things like. Uh, that's that's part of you know that, that God has put into my life is is like how important what you're talking about right there is the breathing like I actually do a lot of it. I've done a lot I know Patrick does too yeah. um, like just working on breathing like actually working on breathing I mean I was doing it yesterday you know I'd sprint like a half mile or close to a sprint like going kind of as fast as I can and I did like eight times and in between each one I'd, I'd try to get my breath back to as calm as it can be um, after sprint after running that fast and then all kinds of different brother i used to just wake up in the morning in hawaii and just practice breathing as slowly as i possibly could it's definitely helpful i mean yeah yeah but you know what's crazy is if, if someone looks into how to like take care like self-care is everything right but it's a whole lifestyle and the more you look into how to take better care of yourself you're gonna see so many remedies out there which are nuts like you know, like the cold plunging thing like holy shit like that's I want to, I mean, I, like I, like my, I was this close. Me and my wife almost bought one, like the XL. I'm, I'm also this close. I'm right there. My, my, my wife stopped me. She's like, listen, I know for a fucking fact, this thing's going to get used like once every three months. And I'm like, and I like sat there and marinated it. And I'm like, come on, bro. Like, are you really ready to use this every day? And it just got, it got in my head and I stopped. <laughs> well, I, I learned that it's, um, I don't want to get too off topic from Brian, but, but that is a good one. That my first time in a cold plunge tub was at Brian's house, um, with you. And I've learned that like they say about 11 minutes a week 
total is like the, the way you see the most benefits. So you don't need to go in it every day. Just maybe like two or three minutes or three minutes, like three times, three or four times a week, maybe. Anyway. Right. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I follow Joe Rogan. He does like 30 day challenges and shit like that. And he's fucking doing it in goddamn 20 degree weather. And I don't know. But but also, like, from what I hear, like it replaces the coffee. Like that's your energy. If you're able to like routinely do that. It's supposed to give you energy throughout the whole entire day. And I will tell you the time I did it for two minutes. Okay. Maybe it was like a minute and 30, but the time I did do it for like longer than 20 seconds, dude, I felt like a burst of fucking energy. Like I felt like I was ready to kind of take on the world after I, my body warmed up. Like it was kind of an intense feeling, you know? Um, yeah. That was a game changer. You know, that's, that's, that's the thing that's blown, blowing my mind this last, this, this last, especially this last couple weeks here. Yeah. Um, is like how much of an influence Brian had on my life, even though we spent, you know, you know, you get hear people called influencers on social media and that's definitely a thing. And uh, as we were talking about earlier, like everybody has some sort of influence in the world. It's crazy. The amount of influence that Brian Barczyk has had on my life in more ways than I'm, than I ever realized as the longer I think about it. You know, like with even with the cold plunge thing, like that's a that's a game changer for my life. And yeah. that was another one from him. It's crazy. Well, Brian, um, again, can't thank you enough. I appreciate you. Tell your wife I said thank you. And, you know, you you being able to do this away from the family. Um, I know it's a lot and it means a lot. So thank you so much and uh, appreciate it. Um, and I know I already asked you if there's anything you have to say, but one more time. Is there anything you want to say to anyone out there who really love tonight's show like you i'm asking you brian just keep brian in your hearts you know you, you want you you're sad about brian being gone from earth just don't forget about him don't forget about what he stands for right and stand for that too can you one last favor i have to ask from you can you please tell calvin garcia to text me back calvin text uh Text MJ back if you would. Oh, thank and he, you. And, thank and also you, come over. Calvin I said you were coming Calvin. over. It's like the weekend and stuff. So come over. <laughs> I want you back in my life, Calvin. Whoa, pause. I love you, buddy. Thank you so much. Hey, Cusco, enjoy your night. And everyone out there, please, please give it up for my boy, Brian Cusco, ladies and gentlemen. Love you guys. Have a good night, man. Thank you love so much, bro. bro. Thank Peace. you, man. I could breathe. I feel good. Thank you. And I'm sorry if this was a heavy episode, which I know it was, and you're like in your bed crying and you're like eating ice cream and shit, which sounds good. I'm sorry, but what needs to be done is what needs to be done. And nobody deserves this type of like tribute and like honor, like Brian Barcheck, you know? Forgot to ask Cusco. We need to think of a Brian Barcheck day. I know everyone out there is down for a Brian Barcheck day. Maybe the day the legacy opens. I don't know. But mark my words. Let's get that energy out there. We need a Brian Barcheck day, 110%. So, and I'll keep that energy on that 110%. So, I will say, guys, thank you to all the love, man. Fuck, so many people here for Barcheck tonight. And that just really means everything to me. So, it's not too late to get the likes up. The likes are super up, and I appreciate it. But hit the like button for Barcheck uh, if you were inspired. If this episode hit you anywhere in the heart and you feel some type of way, hit that like button. Um, drop a comment in the comment section. Any anything, any feedback, any any prayers or anything you would like to 
give towards this episode drop that in the comment section um i appreciate again all the love and support everyone again on the live chats anyone who gave their friday night to us thank you so much uh, but that's all we have on this episode um special friday night trap talk reptile episode uh in the books brian i love you barcheck um thank you for everything and uh yeah man we'll catch you guys on the next trap talk reptile podcast hope you guys have a good night man enjoy your weekend be kind to each other and love your love yourself love yourself have a good night